Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. We've got some great champions here at the breakfast table this morning, starting with Coach Isaac, Joy Farley, Trevor Houston, Danelle Delgado, and many more champions in the conversation today. Glenn Lundy believes that if you can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in their life. So pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. So we're talking about tri triumphant comebacks or triumphant results, right? So here's what triphasic training looks like in life. We've heard this phrase right here I'm about to say. A setback is a setup for a comeback. That's what triphasic training in the gym looks like when you take it to life. A setback is a setup for a comeback. Let me tell you about one of my setbacks that set me up for a comeback, but I almost screwed it up because I was young and dumb, okay? So all my life, I grew up playing running back, idolized Barry Sanders, idolized him, wanted to be just like him, okay? Followed my brother to college, he was two years older than me, followed him to college, Central Michigan University, hour from home, stay close to the folks, all that good stuff, right? I get to school and it's me, and two other freshmen that were brought in as running backs. And of course they had the older guys that were already there. One of these running backs was, now I don't give nobody this compliment, not one person except this guy. One of these running backs, the freshman that came in, his name is Jerry Seymour, look him up. This was Barry Sanders in the flesh. If you wanna compare anybody to Barry Sanders, it is Jerry Seymour, you can look him up, look him up. And now Jerry Seymour trains the best running backs in the NFL. He trains the running backs coming out of college, going to the combine. He's one of the most sought out running back trainers in the country, okay? So me and Jerry went to school together. And what happened was I can't blame Jerry for my setback because he was just flat out better than me, flat out. He was straight up better than me, okay? So my running back, dreams kind of ended because I got beat out by this guy. So there's my setback. I was set back. Now, on top of that, the coach that was coaching me at the time, man, he was not nice. I was 17, didn't know how to take constructive criticism, didn't really know how to take coaching, getting yelled at every day, getting screamed at, sometimes getting demeaned, degraded, whatever. Back then, that's just what was going on. That's how you did it. So I ended up wanting to transfer. I wanted to leave. Never wanted to talk to this man or be coached by this man again. Well, what happened was at the end of the year, our head coach resigned. And we signed Brian Kelly. He's head coach at Notre Dame right now. So we signed Brian Kelly. He came in and, and became our head coach. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to bring in a whole new coaching staff. I don't have to deal with this other guy anymore. Well, he kept him. He kept him. But what Brian Kelly did was he changed my position. He put me in a place I had never been. Okay. He put me in a place where I had never been. He set me up. He set me up. Okay. So Brian Kelly coached us three years. And then this other guy left and went to another school. And then my senior year, he comes back as the head coach because Brian Kelly took another job. But 
let me tell you what happened when he left, when this other guy left and took another job. Now, I hated this man, hated him. But when he took the other job, he called my home. I was at home in the summer. He called my house phone. He said, hey, Ike, I just wanted you to know I'm taking a job at you know West Virginia. I really appreciate you. You're a hard worker. I know I was hard on you, blah, blah, blah. But I just want you to know, keep working hard. You're going to do great things. That phone call changed my life. That phone call changed my life. Because when he came back two years later to be the head coach, I was at his press conference. The relationship was mended. Okay. Now let's jump forward another six years. Okay. 2013, that same guy that I hated, that I didn't like, took over at the University of Tennessee. Guess who he called? He called me. I was set back. I was slowed down. Then my position got changed. I was isolated, a place I had never been. And then I was pushed forward. That was the concentric. Got hired at the University of Tennessee. The setback was a setup for a comeback. That was adversity to me. But a lot of times we look at adversity as a storm. We look at adversity as the world, the sky is falling on us. Adversity is just a phase. It's just a phase. I tell my guys all the time, we're going through this phase and we're going to focus only on this phase. We're not going to work all three at the same time. We're going to work on the eccentric phase. We're going to slow down because when we slow down, our body adjusts. We can see all the deficiencies. We can see all the weaknesses and we can address them. And we're going to do that for a couple weeks. And then we're going to go into the isometric, the isolated. We're going to pause. How many times in your life do you need to slow down first and then pause? You can't just pause. You have to slow down first every single day, every single morning. You know what I do? You know what Glenn's main thing is? The morning five? That's triphasic. That's triphasic. You're slowing down, you're pausing, and then you freaking get out and attack the day. You slow down, you pause, and you attack the day. Every single morning, that's what I do. I start my day. I get up, I slow down, I pray, I read, I pause, and then I freaking get after it. By 5 a.m., I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. How many times in life do we need to slow down? We need to pause so we can go. All we want to do is go, 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 go. But it's in those moments where we're isolated. We need to pause. But here's the thing. When you're isolated and you don't realize you need to pause, you'll never get what you need to get out of that phase. I tell my guys all the time, okay, we're going to do isometric. When you hold it at the bottom, so picture yourself holding a squat at the bottom, but you're not resting on your knees. That's the thing. When you're in an isolated phase, you don't settle. Didn't Tim Story say that? You don't settle in your setback, right? You sit down there and you hold it. You keep your muscles contracted so that when it's time to go, you can go. Not when it's time to go, you have to restart. So when you're in an isolated phase or an isometric phase, if you're in the weight room, you have to stay ready. But while you're staying ready, understand that what you're gaining 
in that position and in that phase is what you need so you can be pushed forward. One of the fastest ways to get stronger in the weight room is doing isometric holds. That's one of the fastest ways to get stronger. One of the fastest ways to get stronger in life is to pause, AKA meditate. Go take a time of solitude. Go get by yourself. Because I'm telling you, you can look at your life right now. I guarantee you I can pick five people and I can say, look at your life right now and tell me a time that you needed to slow down and pause, but you didn't and life did it for you. I guarantee you, I guarantee you there's five people in here that can point it out right now. Slow down, pause. And when you're in that pause, be present, focus. When I do the isometric phase with my guys, I make them hold a squat for six to seven seconds. If they come out of there early, sometimes they try to come out of there early because it's hard. That's the hardest phase. It's the isometric phase. It's the toughest one. Because if you're doing six reps at six seconds, that's 36 seconds of work. But if you're just doing six regular regular reps, eh, one, two, three, four, five, six, that's not much time. You're not building much strength. It's when we're isolated, when we're alone, that we build our, our most strength. What happened when Jesus went up on the, on the mountain? for 40 days, he came back renewed in the spirit. Isn't that a clue? Everything is connected. Everything is connected. We gotta get out and we gotta isolate. If you wanna go faster in life, slow down and pause. If you wanna go faster, you gotta slow down first and then pause. And while you're in that pause, Look at everything around you, reevaluate everything so you can gain all the strength that you need. Don't come out of there early. You'll know when you need to come out. You'll know. I slow down my whole life every single year. I pause every single year. I go somewhere by myself. Nobody to bother me, nobody to talk to me, and I just pause. Because I take my strength, my source is God. So I take that time to get along with him every day. And then I take multiple days every year to get along with him. So when you look at your life and you look at triphasic training, don't look at adversity as a storm. Don't look at your hard times as a storm. Don't look at your isolation as a storm and I can't wait to get out of this. Why is this happening to me? Blah, blah. No, it's happening for you. We always say that life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. But here's, here's the funny thing. God is your strength coach and he has the plan and he knows what's best for you in your life. He knows how long you need to stay in this phase. He knows how long you need to stay in that phase because he sets the end from the beginning. It's so funny being a strength coach because whenever you make a plan for anybody, you start with the end. Okay, where do I want this person to be when we're finished? Okay, now let me work backwards. And that's how we write a plan. 
We start at the end. If you have a, if you have a, a fitness coach or whatever, what do they always say? What is your goal? They don't just say, okay, let's start from where you are. And then we'll figure out the, the plan on the way. We'll get there when we, well, wherever we end, we end. No, what's your goal? Where do you want to be? Okay, now let's work backwards, right? Glenn knows he's on a fitness journey. He has an end goal in mind, so they work backwards. And there's all these things that he needs to do, right? It's the same thing with us in our lives. If we would just change our perspective, there's so many different ways that we can enjoy life. If we would just change our perspective, everything ain't happening to you. Things are happening for you. But if you always remember, God is doing this for me. He said in Jeremiah 20, 11, 29, 11, I know the plan that I have for you, plans to prosper you, give you a hope and a future. Here's one thing. We got training camp coming up in about, uh, what's today, the 29th? I, I ain't good at math, but I'm a strength coach. That's weird, right? I love my calculator. Anyways, we got tra uh, training camp coming up on July 10th, okay? When I set my plan, for my players, I set them up so they can peak on July 10th because that's when we start count. They need to be ready at the top level on July 10th. Here's what you don't know. You don't know where God is peaking you for. You might be going through something right now that wasn't in your plan, but guess what? My players don't come to the weight room with their plan. They come to the weight room and I give them the plan. And that's the same way it works in life. We can tell God our goals. We can tell God what we want to do. And if it's in line, then he'll say, okay, you have a heart after my own heart. It's a lot like my players. Sometimes I'll ask them, what do you want to do? What weight do you want to be at? What did your position coach say? Okay, there's certain things that we agree on and then we move forward. But always remember, whatever you're going through right now, you don't have the master plan for your life because you're not the master. God's the master. And he's taking care of you. He's taking well care of you. Trust and believe that always. So whatever you're going through, just understand it's a phase. And every phase ends. And then the next phase starts. So if you're in a slow point in your life, just understand Get the strength you need to get out of it. If you're in an isolated phase in your life, understand, get the strength you need to get out of it. If you're in a concentric phase, if you're flying, everything is good, everything is feeling, you're feeling strong, you're feeling fast, you're feeling powerful, understand, you need to soak up, you need to take advantage, you need to capitalize on everything right there because the phase will end. It's just like the seasons. Winter, spring, summer, fall. That's the way life goes. So I want to open it up with these last 11 minutes. And I want to hear from some people. What phase do you think you're in right now in life? Now that I've given you a layout for your perspective of where you could be, I want to hear from some people. What phase do you think you're in? And I want to get to as many people as we can. So let's hear, what phase do you think you're in in your life? Are you slow right now? Are you isolated or are you flying? So let's see some mic. Justin, I see your mic flash. Go ahead, brother. 
tell me God's not speaking to me through you. I'm literally doing negative pull-ups as you're talking. And I like moving fast. I like the fast explosive work, but God put me in a place now where I'm rehabbing from a treatment that is going to take me like six to eight. So, you know, he's telling me slow down to go faster. Right. I think optically I look like a hare, but the turtle's the one that won the race. So amazing, amazing segment. I got something for you. I'll tag you on Instagram in a little bit, brother. Amen to that, man. I actually did uh negative pull-ups today too. So that's awesome. Who else we got? I hear someone. I can't see me. Uh, Coach Thomas. Okay, Thomas. Thomas. Good morning, Coach. Um, like I love the whole thing about um pushing yourself and building yourself to last. Um, like I was running, I just finished 10 mile uh, run this morning. And exactly what I said, I'm not arriving, I'm just preparing. And I love that. Everything is a season, everything everything flows, but the best season is coming. So get ready, be prepared. So I love that. I really love what you just said. Thank you so much, this is Thomas and I'm done. That's awesome, the best season's coming. Who, who's that? Hey, hello, hey this coach. is hey coach. Yes. Carter. Hello, this hey is Coach Carter. Carter. Go ahead. Um, hello to all the rock stars on the stage. Thank you so much for sharing, Coach Ike. Uh, my son uh, goes to CMU. Woo-hoo. So um, I love how you know, the chips. phase that I'm in is it's a little bit of an isolation phase because I'm learning and growing and transitioning because the old tactics and systems that I used to use are not going to be um, are not going to work in this new season. And so I'm in that transition. And so the things I usually do that I can do seamless isn't going through. But the harder thing, the bigger thing, the scarier thing, I just like, well, let me just try this. And it goes through. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that learning and growing, um, you know, that's that's that phase. And it's, it's a little isolation, kind of working on the back end, you know, working on my inner game so I can dominate my outer game. I'm in that season and, I, and it's a good season. It feels good because it's a lot of me and God. And so I love this season that I'm in. Thank you so much for powerfully sharing. That's awesome. Did you hear what she said? She said the the things that would be seamless aren't working anymore. Why? Because you need a new stress. You need a new stimulus. You need something bigger, tougher. Because she just said the bigger, scarier things, those are the ones that go through. Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not going to regret it. See you there. Right? At some point, you got to level up, but you got to be willing to take the pain of the level up. Who we got next? Who we got next? Coach, this is, this is Rodney. Okay. Go ahead, brother. Okay, some if there's a lady there to speak, I'll, I'll back off. Who who was that? I can't. It was uh, Vernita, maybe. Ver, okay, so Vernita, and then who who else was speaking? He wrote. It's Marilyn. Okay, let's go, Vernita, Marilyn, Rodney, and then I heard one more voice. Erom. It was Erom. Erom. Okay. All right. Those four. Here we go. Vernita, awesome. go ahead. Thanks, Coach Isaac. This is awesome. Bernita Adele here. And uh, uh, you touched on so many things. Well, one, I'm definitely one of those persons that's raising both hands from having the experience of if you don't slow down, listen to the signs of slowing down, then life will slow you down for you. 
I definitely have had that experience in the impact on my health as a result of overworking and being overextended. And uh, Michael knows that I'm like, we have an upcoming conversation because the direct manifestation of those health issues that came from uh, going, going, going and not slowing down, you know, particularly hit me in the, in the gut and in my digestive system. And so where I am now, it's interesting that the thing that came to mind was that this try, this trifecta comes around again. It's like, it's not something that's linear and that in my experience, it's not linear and, and say, okay, well, I went through these, these three phases and so now I'm done. I find that they come up over and over again at different points in life because there's always a new level of growth or a new place for us to get to. So now I find myself in a state of a period of isolation. And one of my biggest challenges with that, I love what you talked about, the strength, strengthening that comes from the isolation because I find that it is super important in that phase to do our best to truly sit with it so like I'm a very active person and probably one of the hardest things for me to do is be in a period of isolation. And the biggest challenge is to not fight it, to trust the process, to understand that it is a season and to be willing to listen and take in the lessons that are being uh, given to me by the period of isolation. And so um, I'm looking forward to having a solo trip before the end of this year. I love every time you share about that, Coach Isaac, because I think so many of us are like, ah, you know, I don't want to feel what I might feel or tune into what I might tune into if I go silent and really embrace the isolation. So I just thought to add that it's an ongoing journey and uh, it can come back around when there's another layer that God is trying to bring us to. So uh, thanks for that. It's Vernita. I'm done speaking for the moment. Thank you, Vernita. That was awesome. We don't want to feel what we feel when we're silent. You know what that relates to? When you're in the isometric phase and you're holding that squat, you know what's happening? You're tearing more muscle fibers than any other way, right? When we're silent, we're tearing our spiritual and mental muscle fibers. But when we come out of that, we're stronger. You got it? Mary Lynn, go ahead. And I wanted to say a special hello to my Saginaw homie and thank that's you, Coach yeah. <laughs> We represent today. That's right. And say thanks to Rodney for yielding to the ladies. He's in Rise and Grind, so I know he knows. Um, I just wanted to say the theme to me between the freedom and the phase I believe I'm in is isolation are going hand in hand. I, I've been saying lately, as everyone has kind of said, they're in a, a season, and I feel like I'm the tree, the tree shedding the leaves. You know, I'm in isolation. I'm getting ready for the green leaves to come, but those leaves to me are limiting beliefs and older relationships. And even though I'm in isolation right now, I feel freer than before, and I'm just, you know, building new relationships, building new beliefs, and I know my leaves are coming back greener than ever, so. Thank you for the time to speak, and I'm loving the conversation. Hey, man, you're about to come out of that isolation. Rodney, let's go, brother. Hey, Thank hey. you for waiting. Appreciate that. Uh, it's a pleasure. Hey, it's, it's so incredible because you guys are hitting on everything. I'm, I'm out at Disney or vacation, and I'm in the parking lot doing doing a workout, and uh, and I'm doing it a little different because I, I think I'm, I'm in that slow stage. 
July is about to pick up for me. I'm doing some new things in July, and I'm trying to to get get ready for that. But uh, the isolation, the, the 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 movements you were talking about, I'm, I'm trying to do some different things because I, I want to fat burn fat, and I've been that's been my challenge over my my career as a diabetic on insulin. That 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 fat is still continues to come to the midsection. So I know it's diet and the and you have to do certain kind of exercises. So I'm doing a different type of exercise today. There, couldn't get to the gym, but I'm doing it in the parking lot because I know the change has to come, you know, and I couldn't use vacation as an excuse. And everything that's being said today that you were hitting on is just, just confirming some of the plate, the directions that I'm going. And uh, it's just so incredible. And, and when uh, I think it was Vernita said about the people don't like to, uh, deal with the silence because they're afraid of what they might hear or, or feel. And, and I'm at a point in my life, I won't feel every thing. I don't care if it, it's good, bad, ugly. I feel it all because it's necessary for my growth. It's necessary. I can't avoid, I can't avoid those things that uh, may, may upset me or, or might hurt me. I want to experience the pain of it all because I know with pain comes the growth. And, and what I do as a, as, as a chaplain, I mean, if I avoid pain, if I avoid mourning, if I avoid the things that I don't want to, then I'm, then I'm going to become depressed and I'm going to be down and I'm going to not be able to be a hundred percent to my family and my, 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 my patients and, and the, those who I serve and to my church and everything. So I want to experience it all and I'm not avoiding nothing. I mean, if I got to cry, I'm going to cry. If, I, if I'm going to laugh, I'm going to laugh. If I'm Absolutely. going to sit and thought, I'm going to do that, man. And I'm just not avoiding none of it, man. And each and every day I get on house, I, I hear something from Alpha 6. I hear something from Dr. Rowe. I hear something from Renita. I hear something that just keeps me going. You know what I mean? I could name a duck, bunch of names. And, of course, Glenn Lundy every morning bring, brings it so that I, it helps so much in the direction I'm going. And in July, I got some things coming up. And it's just going all new to me. So I'm preparing for it. Thank you for everybody. Thank you, everybody, for always pouring in and bringing awesome. the fire. I bless. Thank you, brother. And I commend you for getting that workout in in the parking lot, man. Get it how you live. I love it. Well, I think, oh, I don't see her anymore. Iram, I think she left the stage. And it is 7 o'clock. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you took some notes. I hope you got some type of value from that segment. I pray you all have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you, Sean. Now I got to get to work, get these men right. And I'm handing it to Joy. And I don't see Liza. Liza, good morning. I was having a little connection issue, but I am here and ready to roll. always here for you coach and i love how coach goes before us because it always seems to be so perfectly aligned and you never let me down so we get a mic flash for coach isaac always bringing the heat and always a a word of encouragement to get us started for the day And the crowd goes absolutely wild. I'm going to quickly reset the room. We're going to get rocking and rolling.
You are at the seven o'clock hour for Breakfast with Champions. We're so glad that you're here. Liza and I are always here on Tuesdays and Thursdays from seven to eight a.m. But as a whole, this room is open every single day from five to eleven Eastern Standard Time. We're here on Saturdays from six to noon, and also on Sundays for Club One Eleven with Darian and his amazing crew for our Sunday service. So be sure to follow the little greenhouse over Scott Simon's beautiful head. Um, you don't want to miss out on rooms like this each and every day because I guarantee you it will change your life. So thank you so much, Coach Isaac, for the past 30 minutes. That was incredible. And so many connections. My little brother from football at Notre Dame. So um, I remember, remember a lot of uh, Coach Kelly days for sure. So this next hour, we want to be sure to... Um, just get your week going in a positive direction. So last Thursday, we talked about spreading kindness. I shared with you the new Happy Co. Um, Instagram page, and so many of you have tagged me this past week, which has been awesome. I hope you've been encouraged by the things the things that you have seen there. And we wanted to be sure to circle back around if anyone wanted to share their moment of kindness that they either experienced or um, gave away this past week. But this week, we're also talking about triumphant wins, results. What does that look like? And so I looked up the word triumphant. I love the meaning of words. I'm a huge lover of words. And so when I looked it up, it said having won a battle or contest victorious, feeling or expressing jubilation after having won a victory or mastered a difficulty. And I feel like that is the story of all of our lives in one way, shape, or another. The past, gosh, 15, 16, 17 months have been an absolute whirlwind for all of us. And I can guarantee you there have been moments, maybe in the past week, where you have overcome something that you've been knocked down and got back up. Um, I love the quote that says, um, you know, fall seven times, but get up eight, right? It's like, dang, how many times does life knock us down? How many times do we keep on standing up? And maybe those wins aren't winning a national championship or getting a promotion or something massive. Maybe you just got out of bed this morning. Maybe you put two feet on the floor and put your running shoes on for the first time in months. Maybe you ate something healthy versus choosing something else. Maybe you have chosen a different way of coping with your stress. Can I get an amen? Uh, maybe you're not eating your feelings or drinking them. I mean, triumphs look so many different ways for all of us, and we want to hear about them. So I'll kick us off and get started. Um, but in knowing what a triumph is, you got to know what the opposite of that is, right? What does it look like to be defeated, unsuccessful, or conquered? No one wants to feel like that. No one wants to wake up and be like, wow, I wake up feeling defeated. I don't want to wake up and feel like I'm already behind, that I'm already losing, that every time my feet hit the floor, that ugh, everything ahead of me feels so freaking heavy. So I want us to celebrate our wins. And that's the beauty of this room. That's the beauty of this family that we have created is saying, you know what? We're better together. My mom has always said that real friends multiply our joy, divide our grief. And sometimes that looks like picking somebody up with a word of encouragement, something that inspires them or motivates them. And that's what we're always here for. So today, Liza and I thought it would be really cool to have a minute to win it. And we want to hear just the wins of your week. Maybe there's something that you've been working towards. Maybe it's something small. 
And I love to hear the small wins because they always lead to the big things because they compound. So I'll kick us off and get started. One of the biggest wins of my week was completing 75 hard last Friday. I never in a million years thought I would ever see June 25th. Um, It has been on my calendar. I feel like I've been somewhat in jail some days, you know, Xing out the, um, you know, the prisoner walls, but other days I'm like, gosh, I'm crushing this. And then to get to the very end and realize that I was never doing it by myself. Um, sometimes victories feel so much better when shared. And it's so funny. My sister this morning actually sent me, um, a Joyce Meyer video that said a pain for you can be a gain for someone else. And that just hit my spirit so hard because I felt there were so many days that just felt so painful, but every single day there was either a word of encouragement or someone who reached out to me and said, Hey, I've been watching your journey and I want to start. And so a pain for you can be a gain for someone else. So Liza, I'd love to hear your win of the week. We're going to open this up to the entire breakfast table, a minute to win it coming at you fast. And we just want to hear the wins of your week, maybe something that you've been working on that you want to share, because there's nothing better than sharing a win unapologetically in a safe space. So Liza, what is a win for you? We'd love to hear it. Joy, I have to tell you first, I felt like it was a win for me when you finished 75 hard. I That sounds crazy, but when you said pain for you is a win for others, it was so incredibly inspiring that when we were writing it out, kind of saying we were going to talk about wins today, I, I couldn't even find a bigger win than what you just accomplished, you and several other people. So congratulations. That was absolutely amazing and inspiring. Um, Coach Isaac, I just want to thank you for the last 30 minutes. Um, I took several notes and and the whole thought between pausing, but yet when we're pausing, not relaxing, when we're pausing, we're staying in that, in that moment, we're keeping our muscles strong so that we're ready to push forward. I just wanted to thank you for, uh, for your last 30 minutes. So joy, I'm actually going to tell a funny story. I hope that's okay. It's going to take me slightly I longer love than a good one minute. Story. You go girl. I'm here for it. Okay. So when we're talking about wins, I was going through my whole last week and I had several fantastic wins with our team at work and some major decisions that we've made and some time we spent together. But this is a funny story and there is a purpose to it at the end of the minute. So my, my daughter, my youngest child, she's 12, uh, three years ago, uh, started asking for pet goats. Nigerian dwarf goats. And uh, she did a persuasive paper at school. She created multiple educational videos for us as to why we should have goats in our family. Um, And for every birthday and Christmas present, the only thing she asked for, and this is a nine, a 10 and 11 year old girl, the only thing she asked for were goats, nothing else on her list. So finally last October, we agreed for her birthday that we were going to allow her to get goats. It was a nine month process. We had to build a fence. We had to build a goat house. We had to find the right breeder because (laughs) any of you guys out there who are goat people, uh, apparently this is not so easy. So it took us nine months and a week ago Saturday, she and I drove down to North Carolina and uh, we were at a six hour drive, three hours each way to pick up our new baby goats. And here's where the crazy one minute story begins. Uh, We thought we had fully prepared for everything, but uh, there was a moment when the goats arrived at our house that we were unprepared for. These suckers are quite fast. And as my daughter was trying to coax them out of the crate to put their collars on, who knew the goats charged past my daughter. 
One of them runs one direction, one runs another direction. They got underneath the fence in our backyard. Uh, one goes under a 10 foot fence that we couldn't climb over. The other one heads towards the railroad tracks. An hour and a half later, one goat was gone. I had to tell my sobbing 12 year old daughter, I said, there's no way we're getting that goat back. The other one, and at a different moment, I will tell you guys the uh, ridiculously funny story. The other one, we chased up 250, which is a quite busy road with a cop uh, stopping all the traffic in the middle of the road for us. We had motorcyclists jump off their bikes and help us catch a goat. We come home and the next week, it was uh, just a roller coaster of emotions. And you know, we talk about what builds relationships and we talk about how both wins, how losses, but really our emotions when we're going through things together, create bonds and relationships that are hard to create in, a, in an artificial situation. And over the last week, my daughter went through the blaming of herself for this, this 10 week old goat that it was now free and probably never to be found, um, trying to make a decision whether, because a goat can't live alone, for those of you who know goats, we had to either choose to get a second goat or we were going to have to rehome the one that we had. She was petrified she was going to let this one by accident out of the fence. And so she and I together went through a, a six-hour drive of a wonderful conversation, which we don't always have the opportunity to have. We went through the, the chase of the goat. We went through the loss of the goat. And then this past Saturday, I get a video of a golf course a couple miles from our house where our baby goat showed up on the fifth tee and the golfers caught our goat. And we were out of town at her soccer regionals, get a video that our goat was back in safe hands and coming back to our home. So Joy, my win for this week was helping my daughter over this last week, go through this roller coaster of emotions from law, actually severe trauma. It sounds crazy, but her guilt for having lost this baby goat, the feeling of loss, trying to come to terms with it. She had to make a decision about the other goat and then actually having the second goat be found. I wanted, I hope that you guys can laugh with me, but the, the win for me was spending this, this emotional moment with my daughter and helping her grow through it. And it really created, I think, a new bond at the age of 12 that she and I had to go through together. So Joy, that was my win for the week. It sounds I'm crazy. Dying. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I think we should, I think you should create a video called How Liza Got Her Goat Back. You know, I think oh it gosh. needs to be like a whole thing. It would thing. go viral. <laughs> it's a good kid's book. There's a yes. lot of lessons in there, Liza. I, I really enjoyed that story. I, there's so many channels of lessons in all of that. So thanks for sharing that. That was a great share this morning. Well, thank you, Barbara. We would love to open it up and I'm seeing lots of mic flashes. Um, Barbara, would you like to jump in and join us a little further in the conversation? And then yeah, we'd love I, to open it up. I would love to. And I just want to dive into the goat story because there's, it's going to, you'll never forget it. There was, it was like humor in it, but there were so many takeaways. And I just want to share with you, my kids, when I was diagnosed with cancer, 12, um, 10 and four, and my boys, my daughter couldn't comprehend it, but my boys, I, I always said this, Liza, and anybody else that's listening, I was, there was some, there's so many silver linings. I was grateful that they were able to go through, watch, go, we were able to go through this trauma and what she, what she went through was traumatic. She lost a baby goat and sounds like there's a lot of chaos and heightened emotions, but being able to go through it and coach them under your roof, um, I think just has so like, they'll draw upon it for the rest of their lives. So I, I really enjoyed that. I got a lot of takeaways. Uh, so thanks for sharing. And the one, my, my takeaway for this week, um, aside from the goat story. <laughs> Jack came forward as he graced its sales. 
by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Hey, Jeremy Nowling here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean-Paul Guidry here. Now I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. So we had a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works! I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. I, you know, I left, tele I took a knee, I, I took a pause in television. I'm back in again. I have, uh, I did the a couple shows this month and I have the today show coming up. Um, but in February I took a pause because I, my son wasn't doing well. He was, he was, um, sick and I was kind of like, Oh my God, like what more can I endure? And I remember saying, all right, when you can't surrender, surrender some more. And that's when I ended up on clubhouse. So there's this serendipity of like, wow, like I ended up in a place where I feel so three dimensional as opposed to TV where I feel two dimensional and Instagram or any other social media, I felt one dimensional. And this week, because so many people have asked me the same questions, I held a masterclass and everybody that, you know, it was a free live webinar masterclass. It was totally out of my comfort zone. It was on a zoom call. I'm not your technology person. And everyone's like, okay, you know, expect like a, 20, 10, 20% show rate from people that sign up. I'm like, okay, never done this. So I had been told all these numbers and I expected like 20, 30 people. I actually had 150 people show up and actually a very high percentage showed up that had signed up. And it was so validating that I have something to serve. I have a story, but also, you know, helping people get out of their own way and live their best life. I have some strategies that really people uh, enjoy and appreciate. So my win was that I did it. I stepped out of my comfort zone, tried something new. Um, and um, I, it was overall very successful and I really excited about it. I'm excited to do, to do more. And uh, that's my share. I appreciate this conversation. I love triumphs and joy. So proud of you for this 75 RGs Louise. Um, and I'm glad the goats came back, back to you guys. Thanks, Barbara. I'm so thrilled to hear that your masterclass went well. I was I read some information on it, and I didn't want to be one of those people who signed up and didn't show up. But I'm very much excited that you are doing a future one because the content looked super solid. And I can I always that, that also, I can get more. I can send you the copy of it, and if anybody wants, just DM me masterclass and Liza so that um, if you just want to watch the replay. But I'll do more. It was really rewarding and fun. So thanks. Awesome. I love it. Let's go over to Steven. Steven, I think I saw you um, flashing your mic. We'd love to hear your win for the week. Just clapping, but hey, let's go for it. I <laughs> uh, love the goat story, having grown up with goats uh, and chickens and pigs and everything else only for four years of my life, but it was enough. I, I can totally relate. <laughs> and uh, Barbara, your first masterclass with 150 people that's incredible that's that's unheard of congratulations that's crazy thank you thank you yeah. i love it steve thank you amazing and of course joy i think the reason that everyone it's a it's a win for everybody is because you shared the ups and downs the truths 
the back channels and everything, every, every step of your journey, we, we were a part of it. So I think when you won, everyone, and it shows little, you know, gesture that, that, that was done in the Zoom call. I think it was awesome that you allowed us all to take part of your journey. So that, I think that was huge. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I win. You know, I, I, I honestly, I win every day. It's, you know, I, I, I get up and I see my wife and my kids and I'm like, Jesus, I'm just like some lucky guy. I live in the middle of Hungary in a small village in a, in a nice house and no stress, no nothing. I have an amazing business partner and a co-author, Lane Ballone. Uh, we, you know, this, this past, like a week and a half, we did like a hundred K by mistake. Uh, you know, just people showing up saying, we want to work with you. We want to work with you. We want to work with you. And it's just like, wow, letting go and just letting it flow is pretty amazing. But if you want to go on the, uh, let's say material side, sorry, I, I just said nice and quiet. So there we go. <laughs> um, if you want to go on the material side, I, I did my, my engine blew last week in my car, which is why I missed my, one of my segments. And uh, it's a BMW X5. It's it's an older one. And I, I, I was like, oh, Jesus, so whatever. And I'm registered in Germany with my car, so that's a nine-hour drive. So it has to get towed to Berlin. Anyway, so I worked it out. Everything, I called like 100 people, this, that, and the other. Now it's turned out I'm getting a brand new BMW X5. They're taking my old one. Nothing changes. Same payments, same everything. So if you can consider that a win for me, it was a, it was a win because it was a stressful situation that just sort of worked itself out because I just called on all the friends and the support that I had. So, but again, like I said, I, I win every day. I know I'm stretching it with the, with with the car, but hey, you know. And plus, I know I know you guys are not BMW dealers, so I just wanted to rub, rub that one in a little bit. <laughs> just kidding, Ryan. I was just Stephen. I was just sitting here thinking the fact that you had to tow it all the way to Germany that just blows my mind. But I'm really glad that it worked out yeah. for you, and sorry that we were not closer and that we could not help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate um, that. You know, yeah, that's the perils of living in, uh, or the, I guess it's a benefit actually of living in different countries, having different residences and things like that. It just happens. It's just something you deal with. It's like it's like basically taking your car. If you're on you're on a trip to Pennsylvania, you got to tow it back to your to your country so they could because of the insurance and everything. So. Oh, I like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, Stephen, you made a great point that I wanna I wanna pull out. Um, you said when you surround yourself with people, when you've got a great support system, it's amazing how lucky we can feel when we are doing the right things, surrounding ourselves with the right people in the right mindset, things seem to work out more often than not. And, uh, and, and when more wins are created when we're putting ourselves in the right environment. So uh, Joy, I'm gonna pull one more and then I'm gonna pass it over to you. Um, Lolita, you were um, opening your mic early earlier. Would you like to share with us your win this week? Oh, absolutely. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, I've had several wins this week, but the one that I'm claiming right now is um, I wrote five poems for my upcoming book, which is amazing. I've been stagnant and sitting in this pause for so long when it came to writing, and I'm just really excited about what I was able to do this week. So I am claiming that, and um, you'll be able to get it by December 31st, 2021. Super excited. So between Lolita's poems and how Liza got her goat back, be sure to be um, <laughs> tapping back in. Uh, we got some good things on the horizon. Darian, are you with us? I know that he's in New York, New York. Yes, I am. Sorry, I had you... to get to my phone. Oh, you're fine. We want to celebrate you. I know today's a huge day. I think it's what, 145. You've got your audition. And I'm already just going to go ahead and claim a win for you um, in advance. Okay. So if everyone's thinking about Darian today, 145, I think 5 p.m. 
some big things happening in New York, and we're just sending you all of the love and good vibes, prayers, and everything else around, Darian. Love and appreciate you, friend. And I love the fact of the matter that you are celebrating me and you continue and always do celebrate others. So just like most, I want to celebrate you and your 75 hard. And what I know and what I appreciate about you is 75 hard was a milestone. Yes, it was. But it honestly is just par for course because you are freaking amazing and everything that you do and everything that you are about, you accomplish. And it, I, you know, just like, uh, just like everybody's been talking about, it, you're just absolutely amazing. And so I just want to celebrate you and say you are freaking awesome. I love you, girl. Thank you. I'll pay you later for the cheers. I love you. I think that's what happens when you connect with amazing people. And to Stephen's point, when you're surrounded by a community who always has your back in the highs and the lows, those wins feel like a team win, even if you were doing something by yourself. Because when you share where you're at, the highs, the lows, the absolute diabolical moments, I mean... When you have community that always rallies around you, it just makes it so much sweeter. So cheering for you, Darian. And I think yesterday we created um, a hashtag called um, Sanders for Simba 2021. So I've been blowing everybody up. Will Smith put a post out and was like, ah, whatever. I don't know all the words to the Lion King, but you know I tagged Darian and all that. <laughs> so Love if you want to flash your bike, I'm so excited for you. Molly Dare, I see you flashing up top, and I'm going to scroll down to the bottom. I see Tosh also flashing as well. Would love to hear your win of the week, and then we'll go to Sarah as well. So good morning. Good morning, Joy and Liza, and um, huge congrats to everybody on their wins. A uh, small win for me this week is wrapping up the first segment of my Spotlight series here in Chicago. And another win is getting to meet these connections we've made on Clubhouse in real life. I got to meet Hannah Eve and Rose. And then tonight I'm flying to New York City where I'm going to see Sarah McCord. Um, and just taking these amazing connections offline and in real in real life really adds just an amazing element and we know each other so well that it's like you pick it off immediately in person um so that's just been an amazing win for me thank you so much it's been so much fun meeting our clubhouse friends um in the flesh getting to hug your necks i know there's so many people who are like oh my gosh you're exactly the same as you are on clubhouse and i think that's the highest compliment anybody can ever use that you're just consistent so molly i can't wait till we get to meet each other one of these days for sure and i'm kind of jealous that you're getting to hang out with all of our other girlfriends so <laughs> i'll let it slide i'll let it slide Tosh, good morning. What is a win that you've had in the past week or just something in life that you'd love to share? Good morning. Good morning, Joy. Good morning. Morning, champions. I love the goat story, Eliza. Um, and thank you, Barbara, for always sharing and pouring into us. Absolutely amazing. Lolita, congratulations. Here's thank to you. more poems. I always love your poems. Dear Daddy is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my win, um, normally I wouldn't really say this out in public because I, I just don't like to share things that I've done to somebody or for somebody's um, advantage, especially if, it's, if I did it privately. 
So in this case, I'll just insert a name. I'll just call call her Jane. You know, so this Jane, uh, who's never met me, she ended up having, um, but she's a connection of somebody that I follow on social media. She ended up having online abuse, um, just absolutely horrendous. She had to come off of social media. Um, and yeah, um, I mean, it, it was absolutely horrible. She, from what I heard, she even had to go to the hospital. That's how bad it was. So what I did is I thought, okay, let me pray. I ended up praying for Jane. I have to remember to say Jane. I ended up praying for Jane. Um, and I thought, after prayer, what else can I do? What else can I do? She doesn't know me. She, I decided to send her a message. I sent her a long message. And what I did is I, um, I explained to her because she's, she's a public figure and she helps people a lot. And unfortunately, some people are so grateful. However much you help them, they still, um, um, again, I, I seem to talk about Africa a lot every time I, I speak, but because some African countries, unfortunately, we still don't appreciate the fact that women, women leaders, women who do so much to help. So no matter how much she helps them, they still attack her online abuse. Absolutely awful. I mean, if I, if anyone wants to, to, to know, I can, I can send you some, some stuff, I suppose, but it's all on, it's all online, but it's, it's awful. That's all I can say. So I messaged her with this very long message explaining to her that, you know, what you do, don't be tired because people are absolutely ungrateful. Just think of it as you're helping people who are ungrateful, but you are being blessed and some of us appreciate and we are watching. So although you help and not wait, just don't wait for them to say thank you to you, but we appreciate and we're saying thank you to you. So, and what I did again is um, mm -hmm. I remembered there was, a, I got a Bible before with the Kenneth Copeland mm -hmm. study Bible. So I use that. It's really good. But I didn't realize actually there's a special Bible where you can, it's a personalized Bible where they, they insert your name. So say like, you know, Lolita or Dr. Rowe or Rene, you know, they put the name, the whole Bible from Genesis to Exodus is personalized. So what I did is I sent her in the message, uh, the Bible verse, a couple of Bible verses. The first one was Philippians 4, 7, the famous one, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard, I put her name, Carol's, um, uh, Carol, Jane's heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard, you know, uh, Jane's heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And, the, you know, so I put different uh, different versions and then I, I sent that and I didn't expect, you know, uh, the response, but, you know, she responded saying, thank you so much. These verses bless my spirit. Thank you for your encouragement. I was absolutely shocked. I was like, wow, I didn't expect the response. So, yes, that's all I wanted to, to say to to just appreciate that, you know, first of all, we should be mindful of what we say to other people and also just reach out to somebody. You never know what will change or what what will it, what impact it may have i mean even perf powerful people need that support um I, you know so it's nice <laughs> tash it's such a great point and i think tash this is liza um what a wonderful story of support you were able to share and i think it also goes back to the morning five that that glenn um started before we were even on breakfast with champions and one of the key things every morning is to send out 
an inspiring message or a thank you message or a support message uh, for those in our tribe or those that maybe we don't even know so well, but may need that message this morning. We never know what an impact it's going to make on others' lives. Um, so thank you so much, Tash, for sharing that story and for being there uh, and praying and, and, and um, helping that woman through what an unfortunate situation. Um, couple more wins. Let's, uh, I'm going to do a quick reset, Joy. We're at yeah, we got Sarah McCord and then oh, we'll perfect. reset the room. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Sarah McCord, then we go. Thank you so much. And Joy, congratulations again on finishing 75 hard. That's amazing. Uh, how honored am I that my win is the same win as Molly Dare's? I was going to say, so I'm flying to New York tonight to plan some exciting things for the summit. And I just happened to be talking to Hannah and Molly, who you both know, who are amazing Breakfast of Champions moderators, last week. And I said, hey, I'm going to New York. You know, I have to plan these things for the summit. Um, and they both said that they would take a flight to New York City to meet me. It's the first time I'm going to meet them in person. And I think all the time when people say, like, who don't get it? You're spending so much time on Clubhouse. Why are you spending, you know, so much time on Clubhouse? Explain it to me. And I'm just thinking you know, the breadth and depth of the relationships that I met both Molly and Hannah this year. And I said, Hey, I'm going to New York city for the night. And they're both flying in. That's profound to me. I'm so excited to see them, spend time with them. I just appreciate this community so much. So it's a huge win for me that I get to meet them tonight. This is Sarah. I'm done speaking. So exciting. And I know that that summit's going to be incredible. I have a weekend. I have a wedding that weekend. I'm so bummed out, but I'll be living vicariously through all of you. So I'll send you a virtual hug. How about that? <laughs> Liza, you go ahead and reset the room and we're going to open up um, the hand raising to share some wins with our other friends. Absolutely. I just wanted to remind anyone who's joined us in the last half hour that you're here on Breakfast with Champions and our theme on Tuesdays is Triumphant Tuesdays. And so this hour, we are uh, going through a minute to win it. And each of us sharing uh, comments, stories, um, things that happened in your past week that were quick wins, big wins, small wins. Because one of the things that I subscribe to is that um, we can't celebrate wins enough. Now, I don't believe that when you're celebrating a win that you're taking a breath or you're stopping from moving forward. I think that when we're talking about wins, those are the things that inspire us to charge forward faster. And so I don't think we can celebrate enough as long as we're not stopping to celebrate. We are taking these celebrations to push us forward, to inspire us, to motivate us, and to educate us on how other people are winning that might, um, might push us forward in our lives. So for the next uh, 30 minutes, we're doing a minute to win it. We want to hear the wins that you've had this last week, what we can learn from them, what we can take from them, how we can inspire each other. So let's get some mic flashes on Breakfast with Champions, and we'd love to hear uh, some new voices as well as those who are with us all the time. So we'll go to uh, hey, Jeff, Patricia. the entrepreneur. Uh, we'll go to Jeff uh, first, then over to Patricia. Yeah, thank you, Liza. Um, good well, morning, Jeff. Good morning, Liza. Always good to hear your voice um, as I have Barbara's... Uh, virtual thing in the background because I was checking out. Um, by the way, congratulations on that, Barbara. I remember when I first did my first virtual event webinar, I used to watch all the Grant Cardone ones and the same exact thing. Like everybody told me a thing, a bunch of people showed up and I remember still being disappointed and everybody was like, no, Jeff, that's really good for a start. You know, not everybody gets, you know, thousands of people the first one. And then, then since then, it's always been uh, a challenge. So congratulations on that. And also, Joy, I'm going to have to start up 75 hard because uh, I started it little time ago and that was that was good it was actually a win to realize how much how beneficial it is 
uh, and just a win to realize the water, man, how much water I don't drink. But uh, my win is actually doing everything with my brother. Uh, my younger brother, Josh, um, has actually given a lot of clarity. You know, I've been an entrepreneur doing it uh, for about four years ever since I lost my other brother. Um, my younger brother went to entrepreneurship and with some of my limited success, I'm able to help fund, help my brother uh, along and he's able to help me and we're able to work together. Uh, when was running a segment with him yesterday on uh, Breakfast of Champions, we'll always do stuff together, we're always going to be in business together. Um, so it's just a huge win as well. And with this whole group, and I've met a lot of people on here, and I'm probably going to meet a lot more people at listening beyond because another win was I was able to switch my family vacation. So I'll be able to see Glenn Lundy, Danielle Gintagato, Liza, if you're there and everybody as well, uh, Molly Dare. So that was that's a big win because I kind of planned it. And then the dates was like, oh, my goodness. So I look forward to seeing everybody. That's that was one thing I was like, if I don't go, I'm going to have like major FOMO, like when Marcus and Ashley and Nate uh, had their little event. So uh, our big event, I don't want to say little, but you know what I'm saying. But anyway, but that, those are all wins. Uh, there's always wins every day. One of the things that I think we talked about yesterday was writing down your wins every single night. And so it's good to hear everybody. Actually, it's good to listen in and hear so many people. And I'm sure we're going to hear people from the audience. Their wins It's always good to reflect on your wins, especially because our mind is 89% negative or whatever it is. And when you focus on it, you're like, yeah, I did that. And a lot of times, too, even on my reality board, I'll update my wins. So we all have a, um, thing, um, a vision board. I'll update in the center something recently I'm proud of. So anytime I do get discouraged during the journey, I'll look at something like, hey, you know, I just did 75 hard. All right, whatever the next win is. So uh, looking forward to everybody in their wins and seeing everybody soon. Jeff, that is, a, that is a great idea, putting right in the middle of your vision board a current win that just kind of keeps everything rolling forward and in the moment. I love that idea. Thank you. Let's go over to Patricia. Hey, 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 how are you, Breakfast of Champions? And first, I want to give a little quote that I shared on Glenn's morning show. And some people pursue happiness and others create it. And with that being said, my win of the week is I was my first published article uh, on on my story in the presidential magazine which is a digital imprint worldwide by uh, ha uh harrington uh publications who is a, a way maker woman who is an ambassador for south Aust uh, australia and it's an uh, their magazine is an exclusive license under the presidential service center and i just feel honored uh to be mentioned and a whole page on my story so i'm very excited and i will be sharing it only got published yesterday so uh i was just giving it some time to breathe <laughs> but that's my big win and i'm excited to share with you guys so thank you all and god bless i'm done i just like the base in her chest yes. <laughs> oh, page, page 71 if anybody checks it out it'll be page 71 just saying <laughs> i love it i love it i think sometimes when you can just unapologetically scream your wins without feeling any type of way i think we've all been conditioned to keep them quiet and i'll just keep my wins to myself i don't want to make anybody feel bad um this ain't the space we celebrate each other and i think there's nothing better than screaming from the rooftops the ways that we're moving forward and like i said wins are so much better when shared so mike good morning and congratulations on you finishing 75 hard too i'm so freaking proud of you what is a win that you've had uh, you are the best joy oh no we're losing mike it's just me you are the best uh, joy. That's what he's like saying. 
I can jump in. <laughs> I'm always willing How about to this? jump in. We good? There you go. There you go, Mike. So we're going to go Mike and Tabitha. We I'm in? not sure who All that right. was. Yep, go for it, Mike. All right. I just said I don't want to go, but I also finished 75 hard on Friday. Woo! I'm so freaking proud of you. So great so job. Great. Yeah. Not to go, but that's what I did. Sorry. Um, I did write a longer post in the in our Facebook group about this, but sort of the genesis of the victory. Uh, I may post it in Instagram as well, but I really haven't had the courage to uh, be that public with it. And our Facebook group is, is private, but um, we never really know what what people are going through. You know. People might be smiling, um, smiling on the outside, uh, but for all anyone knows, they're they're really um, tears of a clown. Uh, on April twelfth, I honestly had zero desire to do seventy five hard. Um, one of my best friends had uh, had passed away that the um, the day after Easter, and her funeral was um, April tenth, which was the Saturday before it. So um, I know pain's a great motivator, and it demands action. Uh, so I didn't know what action I was going to take, right? Would I try to mask the pain in some kind of unhealthy fashion? Or um, who knows? Uh, but I think without 75 Heart, I, I think I may have. Um, and on that Monday, there was palpable act energy in this room. Uh, it was unbelievable listening to everybody sharing that they were going to do this 75 Heart. So I jumped in. You have a tremendous opportunity to reinvent your dealership today, right now, and to not take advantage of it would mean that everything that you just went through and are going through was in vain. How about instead we build something new like Kevin did in Virginia who was up 37% in April or Mike in Wyoming who was up 90% in April or Bob in Kentucky who broke a 60 year record this past January. All of these dealers joined the 800% club and together we continue to win. Listen, I've done this before. I've helped build a monster dealership from the inside out, and now I want to build one with you. You and your team deserve it. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. I've, um, in my life, I've done some pretty incredible athletic endeavors. There's a charity bike ride across Massachusetts, um, Fan Mass Challenge. It's a 192-mile bike ride from Sturbridge to Provincetown. I did that 15 years in a row. Um, this That pales in comparison to how difficult this was. Um, not physically. Um, I can't run, so all my outdoor exercises were walked. And my indoor exercises were mostly stretching uh, in my office. Uh, I've been told I need a left knee and a right shoulder, so I can't run or lift weights. But... Mentally and more specifically, emotionally, um, it, it was a challenge. And uh, Friday was a super long day. I volunteered at a retreat house, and I was in that kitchen from 6 in the morning until 8 at night, and I still had to do my walk. And I videotaped that and, and posted it. And um, I was emotional all day Friday knowing that this was it. It was going to happen. And um, I still get really welled up when I think of all you guys. And uh, so I'm just saying thank you. Uh, I didn't do it alone. I know Joy mentioned that earlier. Uh, we do. We did it together. And uh, I just wanted to thank all the champions for providing me with a healthy action to take these past um, two and a half months. So that's it. I'm done. Congratulations. Amazing, Congratulations. Mike. Congratulations, Mike. 
amazing. Like I said earlier, a pain for you can be a gain for someone else. And there was many painful days where it's like, oh, I just want to, I would be willing just to start over. And just to think of all of the people in that group. I mean, there's over 260 people in our Facebook group. So if you're thinking about doing 75 hard, there's a huge community with open arms waiting for you. Um, you can always shoot me a DM and I can send you the link for that. But just watching Mike, you know, those days that you're walking in the rain and, you know, just sharing your heart, it just welled so much up in me to be like, gosh, I'm not doing this alone. This is not just about me and a pain for you can be a gain for someone else. So big, big congrats to you. And now I'm like, well, what do I do now? I don't know. So we'll think of something new, but just to encourage everyone else who's just getting started on their journey go so far. So congratulations, Mike. Tabitha, good morning. What is your win, girlfriend? Good morning. And I have just been so blessed to hear everyone speak this morning. It's been so encouraging. I wanted to share my big win uh, for the week. Um, I am a the proud product of foster care. I went into foster care when I was 15 years old, 47 years old today. And in my 20s, I found my biological parents and found them and we kind of, my dad, we meet every now and then, we've uh, grown closer over the years. I have three amazing adult sons and he's been a part of their lives. And this past weekend, he lives in Charlotte and I'm in Atlanta and I realized, I'm like, I have never spent a birthday that I can remember because my parents divorced when I was really young. I can never remember spending a birthday with my dad. And my philosophy is there's never, it's never too late to have a do-over. And I said, you know what? We're going to do birthday. So I got on a plane, surprised him, showed up at his house in Charlotte. And he was, and my dad speaks a lot. He was speechless. And guys, I just, it was such a win to be there, to be there with family. And we can go through life and we can really latch on to the things that don't go well, the things that are our childhood traumas, or we can say, you know what, every day is an opportunity to create a do-over. And I decided that I was going to create this do-over and I cannot express how joyful it was to just be there, to laugh, to not think about, well, this happened and this happened, but to say we are creating new memories starting today. And that was such a win. It was such a win. And I just wanted to share this with the, the champion breakfast table this morning. Um, guys, do-overs are always possible. You can continue to create a life that you love. So thank you for allowing me to share. Ooh, creating wow. a do-over. So yes. good, Tabitha. So good. I'm in Charlotte too, Tabitha. So I'm sending you birthday love from the 704. And I can just hear the just elation in your voice, how special that is for you guys to spend your birthday together. So happy birthday from all of us. If everybody wants just to unmic and send you a happy birthday, that would be amazing. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So now we know that we're not going to be the gospel choir or we're definitely not going to win American Idol, but from our heart to yours, we hope you have an incredible <laughs> birthday, girlfriend. Oh my goodness. So much amazing shares. And I think wins 
are the best when you can just hear it in people's voices that, hey, it might not mean something to anybody else, but it means something to you. And when it's shared, I, I'm like, I can't stop smiling. So we're going to go ahead and um, the hand raising is open. Um, Renee, I've seen you flashing. You might break your thumbs over there, but want to hear, want to hear your win as well. And then enjoy. Let's go to Mallory next. Yeah, let's go to Renee and Mallory. Perfect. Congratulations, Miss Tabitha, and thank you, Joy, as well as Barb. You guys are phenomenal. And I'm in the Atlanta area, Tabitha, so let's definitely do lunch or something like that. You know, it's been amazing. Here we are, 29 days of our 30. It, you know, we kicked off this 30 days of fashion, guys, and we're on day number 29 while doing the 75 hearts on day 29 also with that. But I'll share this with you because you just, you know, every day when you show up, show up, you just never know who's going to come. And yesterday was probably one of our most moving days um, for us um, with this whole 29 days. Man, we had one of the young ladies, you know, she came and I would say the day before. And yesterday we talked about gratitude and what we were so thankful for. And when she stayed and she poured into us yesterday, she was attempting to lose her life. And she found her way into the room with us she said it literally saved her life. That right there, man, it moved us all. So, you know, just like how what Glenn does for everyone, every morning I share it with her, we're gonna be your new accountability partner. And every morning we're gonna start off with breakfast of champion because it's most importantly for us to stay accountable, you know, for each other. And of course, we're gonna finish off strong because we got, what, two more days, two more days. And I'm so grateful, you know, in the midst of it all, Skip Martin surprised us yesterday and he poured into us with a brand new song. He said we inspired him as well as Manny Cabo from The Voice. And it was just a, an explosive day. So again, I'm just so grateful for those wins because to me, my win is not about me. My win is about when I help others help themselves to break through and to see themselves in a better way. So I'm grateful to be able to share with you all this morning. And Joy, you know, you inspired me to keep going with this 75. I hit the reset button, but baby, I cannot wait for August the 14th. Us tall girls got to stick together. Okay. You already know. <laughs> I hope you go like all out. I think you should do your last run in like this red dress you got rock and rolling. So just... <laughs> Just do the most. I'll be cheering for you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Love hey, Joy, can I jump in for Renee really quickly? This is Lolita yeah, with the T. Just really quickly, um, thank you so much for that share, Renee, and for all that you do for everyone on this app. I don't know how many have been inside of Renee's room for this 30 days, but the power that happens in that room is just unbelievable. And I love that you shared that because we never know what people are going through. We truly don't. 
And sometimes you don't know what you're going through until you hear words, till you hear affirmation, till you hear stories that other people share. And it hits you in a way that is triggering and just allows you to release, literally. So I just wanted to remind folks that as we share our wins, that sharing parts of your story is so important. And may we just leverage the power of our words to be great, to really pour out positivity, because whether you're positive or negative, it's hitting someone. And if those words can hit someone and have them not take their lives, imagine your words that are harmful and hurtful and what that can do in someone else's life. So live your life for the best while you're here in this moment. And Renee, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the spaces that you create because you are truly the definition of selflessness, literally. And I don't know how many people support other people that are on the stage in their rooms, but if you take a moment and just say, today I'm gonna support somebody random that I heard pour into somebody else, you will be surprised at all of the greatness that is happening around this app inside of other rooms. And it started right here with the connection. So thank you so much. This is Lolita with a T. Thank you. And let the champions say amen. I know, right, Jeff? Amen. Amen. We love you, Renan. Incredible, Renee. I'm going to have to pop in your room for your celebration. Ping me in for sure. We're going to go over to Kwani, and I believe we brought up Miss Winnie. Would love to hear your wins. Um, Good morning, Kwani. Kwani, are you there? All right, Winnie, go for it. What is your weekly win? Hey, Winnie, are you with us? All right, two for two. I'm back. All right, Kwani, take it away. What's goody? What's up, everybody? It's your man's Kwani Burks in the building or whatever, you know what I mean, on stage. But anyways, um... So a win for me yesterday was um, <laughs> I got some uh, I got some real good how can I put this uh, to put it simply I got some very decent above decent compensation in the business yesterday and um, it was it was nice seeing that seeing that pop up, seeing that in there. Let me know that uh, I've been diligently working and changing people's lives and networking. And it was just a good feeling to see that. And um, that's my win. That's my win to uh, congratulate being compensated for what you do because they said if you're good at something, don't do it for free, right? So uh, this is Kwani Burks, and that was uh, a little drop-in win. Congratulations. There's nothing better than being compensated for doing the work. So congratulations to you, Kwani. Winnie, are you back? I guess Winnie's not there. Laura, I see you blanking. What's a weekly win you've had, girlfriend? Girl, hey, thanks. Okay, so my win is I did not die uh, with a death by Kajabi. I had a a project and a class I'm uploading, and I'd read an article once that said, that the reason that Asian children are better at math is because they are more diligent and they'll work harder. So I decided just to take as much time as it took. And so three days later, I just sat in a chair, did not get away and get distracted. And I had a huge breakthrough and I was able to figure out all the technical stuff 
on the Kajabi platform, and I feel like a freaking Kajabi queen. Thanks for letting me share. I'm Laura Wild. And she didn't die. Congratulations. And she didn't <laughs> die. Did I die though? But did Peach die? Blueberry Kajabi <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Girl Nista, as my sister will be telling her about her day, and she'll be listening intently, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, speaking with her eyebrows, and then she'll be like, "But did you die?" <laughs> I love it, love it, love it, Laura. Alrighty, gosh, there's so many good shares this morning, Liza. If you can help me find some other yeah flashes. So we're going to go to Lydia and then we're going to go down to Reverend Max and uh, we're coming up on the end of our hour, but what a fantastic hour this has been so far. I am jumping out of my skin, ready to go conquer the day and create some more wins. So we'll go first to Lydia and then to, uh, to Reverend Max. Greetings, everyone. I am so blessed to be here and I just want to say you all are loved and appreciated. My win is a little different in some sorts, but I am going to be taking in a teenager. I haven't had a teenager in my house in over about 20 some years. And um, he is going to stay with us because of his family being totally disrupted and torn apart. So there's going to be a lot of healing necessary there and everything but I feel that God has graced me for this um and your prayers are definitely solicited at this time because um this is something new you know you get in the habit of you know doing certain things certain ways and um just being in a different stage of life and then something like this happens but his delays, I have to help him overcome. And I feel like God is empowering me every day to do that. And when I tune into the Breakfast with Champions and all of the positivity that I'm getting, um, it, it, it just encourages me and, and strengthens me. And I just believe that I have the freedom to, to, to live this day as if it were my last with the confidence that all things will work together for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his purpose. And I know that I am going to be able to have a great impact on his life so that he can come out of the rut that he is in and the, all the hurt that he has experienced and show him that there is a better way. And he's already started going to church with me and doing things to improve his life. But there is a long road ahead. And I know, I know we're going to make it. We are going to make it through. But that is a win, y'all. That's a win. I get an opportunity to have direct impact and influence on somebody's life. And I love to inspire people. But now I'm going to have somebody in my house that I'm going to help. And that for me is a win. I love you all. My name is Lydia. And I am complete. Lydia, you know, as I listen to your story and it's incredible and so selfless and giving and impactful, my guess is as you go through this journey, this 
person, this child is going to have as big of an impact on you as you're going to have on him. And it's going to be a win both directions. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, We're going to go over to Reverend Max. uh, And we might have time for one more. Can I share? Who was that? David. David, you know what? Let me go to Reverend Max and we'll go to you to finish up the hour. Thank you. Great. Hello, beautiful people. Um, So many wins. Um, I've been just drinking and breathing in this knowledge and wisdom from you all, and that's a huge win. But one that just came to my mind is um, my younger brother basically decided what college he's going to play basketball at next year. He just graduated, and um, he's a a scholar athlete. He has over a 4.0, and um, the the journey and, and evolution that I've seen in him um, just feels like one of the most profound wins I've ever had because we moved away from our father when he was uh, only one years old. So I, I see him more as my son than my brother. And um, I, I just feel so proud of myself because I, I see him uh, a humble young man who's intelligent and as well as an incredible athlete. And, and I'm just so proud of him. I really can't put it into words. So I feel like um, no matter what happens on my journey, I know that I impacted and, and contributed to his. So for me, that's uh, one of the best wins I could ever have. Thank you. Absolutely. What an incredible win and, and very much in line with so much of what we're hearing today. we got just a couple minutes left. Let's go over to David. Hey, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I just finished a run. I feel like that was a win in itself. It was it's literally like 90 out with like 90 degree, 90% humidity. So it's, uh, it's awesome. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I just listening, you know, I I few things quick my my Penelope is my little daughter four-year-old we had an amazing birthday party for her on Sunday um two days in Arizona with the Genius Network which I ended up being unbelievable just the expansion of my mind with marketing and I've been trying to get Tim Ferriss in my four years and finally I got a connection that's one person away from He's working for me, so we'll see if that can happen. And then the last thing I want to share is uh, Lauren. I believe her name was Lauren. She was in here last either Thursday or Friday, and she was thoughts. And I'm a runner. I run. At least. I get these weird thoughts. How do you change those thoughts from like 80 percent of the time to like 60? And she had said, you know, what she did. Oh, she gave me uh, is you know take the thoughts. Write them down and then refer. Today was day six of doing that, and I'll tell you, it takes three minutes to do, and for whatever reason, it is it is just amazing. I I can't. And she said, do it for sixty. I'm gonna do it for sixty six days, and then I'm gonna continue doing it and continue doing it. I'll tell you though, anybody listening to this, I would do that if you have those thoughts. Write down the thoughts you had and. So if your thought is like, hey, you know, I'm not, I am good enough. And uh, it's, 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 it's amazing. So I just want to um, wrap with that. My name is David and I am done.
Thank you, David. David. Incredible. Well, we have a special guest who just joined us, the queen, the one herself, Miss Anita, the official clubhouse auntie. And a birdie just told me that it's your birthday. So if Anita has blessed your soul like she's blessed, can we get her a happy birthday? Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh my God. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You have blessed us all. So we heard it was your birthday. You are such a light. All of us. And I was like, I've got to ping her in. I hope she shows up. And bam. You never let us down. Yeah. So happy birthday. I hope you feel like a queen today and always. And thank you so much for just being who you are. You bless all of us. So I, I do. I do. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. I do feel so special. I um host the room every Tuesday and Thursday. Marriage is for the faint. Let's let's uh, marriage is not for the faint. Let's pray. And so this morning, the room and the moderators and all celebrated my birthday and um, they were asking me and I told them in the beginning, I said, when I opened the room, I told the people in the room, I said, I want nothing from you all for my birthday. I said, I told God for my birthday, this is what I want. I said, dear God, for my birthday present, I want every person in this room that the petitions, the requests, the burdens, the cares that they are carrying. If you give them their prayer request today, it's like you have instantly made me a millionaire. And that is my request today, not only for my room that I had this morning, but for this room. Amen. So I hope everyone heard that. Whatever's on your heart, the things that you're struggling with, the wins that you're hoping for, but haven't yet realized, and for all of you who shared your wins today, we couldn't thank you enough. And Anita, thank you so much for, I know you prayed thank for all you. of us, the official Clubhouse Auntie. If you don't follow Anita, that's your fault. Um, you bless all of us on a daily basis, and we hope that you have the most incredible birthday ever. We are at the top of the hour. We're passing it over to the incredible Trevor. Um, thank you all for sharing your hearts and your wins. Um, we can't wait to do this again in future Tuesdays. So Trevor, take it away, my friend. Good morning, good morning, and happy birthday, Anita. Happy birthday to you. I hope you have just an amazing, blessed, phenomenal, just champion kind of day. You know what I'm saying? You're a champion. Thank you. So, Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday to you. My birthday was actually... Uh, the 17th. So I just had my birthday. And you know what? I also want to say, uh, Joy and Liza, what a phenomenal segment. There were so many just golden nuggets all wrapped up in there. And 
I, I really like the story about the goats getting away. That was pretty cool, <laughs> too, how your goats got away. Um, but, yes, that segment was amazing. And now I want to tell you my win. So it's, uh, it's been a while since I've been on a vacation, and uh, I actually got to, to get out of town, clear my mind a little bit, uh, went to Playa del Carmen, and uh, just went down to Mexico, did a little snorkeling, got in the water, got with nature, it was awesome, and uh, I had an amazing time. It just kind of cleared my mind, got some uh, got some clarity back, which is really cool. Um, so that's my win, and, you know, I was only gone for a week, but this is the way I felt being away from Clubhouse. I just kind of felt like... It's been a long It's been a long time. It felt like it's been forever. It was only a week, but it felt like, uh, I don't know, clubhouse hours are different, right? <laughs> the clubhouse hours are different. So it felt like it'd been an age. Uh, so I'm super excited to be back in the house with champions. Let me go ahead and reset the room here. Let's rock and roll. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Trevor Houston, and this is... Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And we're live every Monday through Saturday, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is your opportunity to get a seat at the table with those going the places you know you can go and doing the things you know you can do. Now, we don't see this with a clubhouse divider with a stage on top and an audience down below. No, no, no. Instead, we look at this as the world's largest breakfast table. Full of motivation, education, inspiration, and even a friendly competition with the positive intention of pushing your momentum in the right direction. Now listen, we never want you to leave this room empty-handed so you can go download The Morning 5 free ebook at themorning5.com. That's five steps to help you start your day and build an incredible life. So go to themorning5.com and grab that thing. All right, so now that we're back, uh, I'm super excited because we've got an MVP who has uh, won the competition and come up here and has been, um, what's the word I'm looking for, has been uh, just, just, you know, continued to pursue uh, greatness. Someone who has uh, got kicked off the stave, stage, I believe, um, you know, the glitches and sometimes Clubhouse has glitches and things like that fell off the stage, came back up, kept pursuing, kept pursuing, and uh, actually ended up uh, winning the championship. So we're super excited to have Paulette on stage with us today. And let me, let me go ahead and formally introduce Paulette. So Paulette, uh, a couple of quick facts about her. 10 years in higher education, she's published children's books and with her four-year-old daughter, Harper, uh, she's 100% Liberian, a mother of two, and a U.S. Marine Corps veteran spouse. So if I can get everybody to unmute your mic and give me a special yay, yay, and a welcome for Paulette Bonheur. Welcome, Paulette. Welcome. How are you? Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. 
to you. Good morning, dear champions. Good morning to you. I'm here. Good morning, everybody. Oh, good morning. Awesome. Good morning. This is the best way to start your day. Just saying, wow. Okay, Paulette. So I got to say one thing real quick. I love the image. So if y'all can scroll and find Paulette, she's got this super cool image. She just slapped together, uh, you know, and it's really, really awesome. So find her image and make sure to go uh, follow her profile as well. But today's interview uh, is titled, Turn Your Mess Into Your Message. So I like that title, by the way. I really, really enjoy that. Tell me what you mean by turn your mess into your message. Well, what do I mean by that? Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Actually, when I first stepped into this room, I saw Lolita's post yesterday about this big room on Clubhouse that she kept passing by. And it was the same for me. I just passed by and passed by. And one day I stepped in the room and bam, there was Trevor doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, okay, well, this this is what I like. And I've been coming back ever since. And, you know, it's made such a difference. So thank you to Glenn, to you, Trevor, and all the champions. And a special thank you to the amazing Dr. Rowe for connecting me with you, but also looking out for me each and every time that I'm in this room and outside of this room. So I just am so appreciative. A mess, right? So the dictionary defined a me defines a mess as a situation or a state of affairs that is confused or full of difficulties. And how many of us can honestly say that that sounds like what our lives have been like this past year during the pandemic? I mean, to put it just real short, it's just been real messy. COVID is a real messy person, okay? And came in to disrupt and destroy and it has kind of tried to confuse my life and what I know to be true and all the things that I've stood on. And I'm like, what is happening? And it took a little while, but I figured out that that mess was supposed to be my message or what is defined as a central theme um, or a significant point in my life. And so I've been taking this message of doing it scared, of doing it anyway, of doing it when you think that you can't do it and really just putting myself out there, helping my daughter accomplish her dreams and goals at such a young age and being an example for anyone really that if this mama can do it, y'all can do it too. So that's what I mean by turning my mess into a message. I love that. I love doing it scared. I say that all the time, do it scared, just do it anyways. Um, you know, cause if you're stepping outside of that comfort zone, then you're going to grow through it. Um, I kind of, uh, I learned something from Evan Carmichael. I got to meet him. Uh, a lot of you guys might know who that is. Um, he's like a big YouTube guy, YouTube star, but he, uh, he said that anytime that he feels that tingly feeling, right? That, that just kind of anxiety, that fear, you know, that he has to do it. Even if it's something silly, that he's got to do it anyways. Um, and so when he told me that, I was like, wow, okay, you know what? I'm going to adopt that for myself. And so I kind of stole that. And now when I feel something um, that I'm like afraid of, a little bit anxious about it or whatever, I got to do it anyways. I just have to. Um, it, it tells, you know, it like trains my brain that um, I'm not going to be ruled by fear. You know, fear is not going not gonna to take over me. So anyways, I love that message. Do it scared. Do it anyways. Um, okay, so tell me what is you put in here. You're a, a mom 
mompreneur, <laughs> a mompreneur. Tell me what is your definition of a mompreneur and how has being a mom, you know, changed your perspective on, on business? Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for that question, Trevor. So, you know, being a mompreneur is essentially a mother that is also an entrepreneur. And I didn't really know what that meant until I jumped right in. So like many of us during the pandemic, a lot of us, you know, we're like, you know what, life is too short and it's time to start living my dreams, whatever those goals are, whatever those dreams are, it's time to crush them. And that's exactly what I did. I can remember I was sitting and, you know, we had returned to work. I, I work as a director in, in student life and my team had just transitioned. The first day of the stay at home order was on my birthday, March 27th. I was eight months pregnant and it was just a hot mess, like I said. And I remember sitting on the couch and I live in Minnesota. So, um, you know, the, the George Floyd murder was just I, I couldn't I, I was so emotional. I couldn't take it. And I was sitting on the couch and everybody was, you know, gone and I was working from home and I just start bawling, of course, you know, emotions everywhere. And then like five minutes into that, like crazy crying, my pastor called me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like meant to be right. Because um, my cousin's restaurant had got burned down and people, you know, I'm the resource in our family. And so they called me and they said, you know, hey, can you start this GoFundMe? And that turned into them raising a million dollars. And so I thought, you know, I always do things for other people. It's time to stand up for myself. So I was already in the process of doing our first book. And I said, we're going to we're going to make something out of this. And I've always been scared to start a business. Right. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. It's not the right time. What am I going to do? How, like who, who's going to want to buy things from me? Right. And I was just like, you know what, let's just do it. And that's exactly what I did. So during the pandemic, I was like, let's 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 get it popping. So instead of just publishing a book and selling on Amazon, which is perfectly fine. I always wanted a boutique and I have a son and a daughter. So right now we don't sell bow ties, but it's coming soon. But I was like, we can sell our, our bows with our books. And it has become something so fun as a mompreneur that I do with my daughter. We literally, she told me yesterday, mom, we need to make bows today. And I was like, um, homegirl, I'm working today, so we can wait till the weekend. Um, but it's been something that has fueled my fire. So as a mompreneur, I think the advantage that we have is we know that our kids are watching us. We know that our kids are taking stock, not in what we say, but in what we do. And in that, it's been so amazing seeing having Harper see me do different things but also getting her involved you know getting her involved in you know different media opportunities and giving back and going to visit you know food pantries and it's just been so heartwarming but also gives me the courage to keep going so as a mompreneur I do feel like we have an advantage um and it's also that heart piece that gives us the beat that says keep thumping keep thumping I love that uh, I love that perspective and one of the things I think was interesting about what you said was you weren't sure if you could like start a business or run that business um, after you had just raised up a million dollars. I'm like, wow, you know, and <clears throat> it's interesting how sometimes we we have self-doubt, you know, even after some big wins, like that was a big win. You know, you raised up a million bucks and even time, even after that, you still had a little bit of self-doubt, but you you pushed through it anyways, right? You pushed through it and um, I think that's just amazing. Tell me about these children books, because you got a bunch of them, right? Yes, I will. And you know what? The other funny thing I'll say is so when we when we started our business, right, like we, we were going to tell everybody that we did a book. And initially I was like, oh, this is just something off of our bucket list and we're not going to tell anybody. Well, then we decided I'm like, this is crazy, Paulette. Like, you got it. You got to do it. And so we just like one day, like announced on Facebook, like here, here five, four, three, two, one countdown. And look, oh, we got a book. 
And it was so crazy because I was like, okay, now that we did our live and told everybody at five o'clock, our website will be open. What Jack came forward has increased its sales by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Hey, Jeremy Nowling here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean Paul Guidry here. And I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works! I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I want to open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. A lot of people don't know is I had no idea how to manage the shipping on my Shopify site. And so while I was like, oh, we start at, you know, it's at five o'clock. It was because mom had to go on YouTube and figure out how to manage the controls on the back end. So when I say again, doing it scared, it doesn't mean that you see people and they have it all together. No, they don't. They just are not afraid to just get it done any and every way. So Harper and I, my daughter is amazing. When she was three, she came up with this crazy naked song. I mean, imagine a kid. I mean, Glenn, you got a lot of kids. Come on. One of these kids walking around your house naked and singing and dancing. I mean, it, you, you can't really miss it. And I was like, this is interesting. And so I let her do that for a little while. And I was like, well, let's turn it into something. And that's how Everybody Love Your Body was born. Just the idea that kids should love their bodies. So instead of being like, Harper, you know, go put clothes on. And let's cover up your body. Instead, what we did was, especially since my stomach was growing, it was getting bigger. And, you know, she was pointing and asking questions. What we did was said, hey, let's turn this into something that we can share with other families. And um, Everybody Love Your Body is our body positive children's book that teaches kids to love the, their body and the skin that they're in. Um, so that, you know, because at the age of three, at the age of three, girls can start having and kids can start having body, you know, issues or, you know, negative self-thought about their bodies. And I'm, I'm like, that's crazy. And so what do we do to combat that? We write a book about it. So that's kind of how we got started with my daughter in this naked song and dance. And yeah, I'm just riding her coattails. Wow. I love that. Oh my goodness. And you also, you, you mentioned that, um, you were, you were, you gave birth during the pandemic, right? Is that right? And what, what was that like? Yeah. What, what, what tell me about <laughs> that. Cause I know like, I know a lot of hospitals were, I mean, it was just crazy. Just, just the whole hospital thing was crazy. So what was that like? It was scary because I didn't know if my husband would be able to come with me. And um, I didn't know, like, you know, how to keep us safe because at that time, a lot of people didn't even know, you know, if you could catch coronavirus, if it was on packages. And so, I mean, my husband did all the grocery shopping. I, I would like wash everything when he came home. And what happened was I developed what I coined COVID anxiety anxiety about everything because I didn't want to get COVID because my birth experience would be a lot different. And there was just all these things. And so fortunately he was able to come to the hospital with me, but my son, just like my daughter was in the NICU, he ended up going to the NICU. Um, he was full term, but I just, I, I have really tiny babies and then they just blossom and become really big babies. And so he was really tiny. He went to the NICU and my husband couldn't be there with me. And so I remember being in the hospital and being so 
hungry. You know, like when you're real hungry and like you can't even, like you're like, I don't even know like what to do for food. Where would I get food? It's not like you can just call anywhere. And I remember sitting there and being like, just open up your laptop and finish this book. And that's exactly what I did. And I, I picked up the phone one day and I was like, you know what? I, my husband had left and, you know, he was taking care of my daughter at home. And I was like, I need some food. Like I picked up the hospital phone. I'm going to call to get room service. And the phone was disconnected in the NICU room. Clearly babies are not calling people. I don't know why. Um, and so <laughs> I was like, I just like, you know, that moment where you just want to break down and cry and you just like sit down, but the tears won't come. And then it's just like your, your world is spinning. And then my cell phone rings and my husband goes, hey, Lisa, which was my neighbor at the time, Lisa made us some food. You want me to drop some off? And I'm like, heck yeah. So even something as simple as people bringing <laughs> meals, like, right, like it was just so amazing because it was so scary. And then my son, when he came home, we actually had to go back to the NICU. He thought it was a VIP section and he wanted to go back. <laughs> and so we went for a second stay that was shorter. But yeah, it was crazy. And I just thank God that, you know, everything worked out well and that we were all safe. And now he's a 28 pound one year old. So yeah, I figured do that, do that math. And he's happy and healthy. So that's a little bit about my pandemic baby birthing experience. Did you just say 28 pounds? You know, what had happened was, you know, okay, so I'm, I'm West African. I said I was Liberian. And African people, I didn't know I did this too, but, you know, when you go to their houses, they give you food and you got to eat. And it's like, eat, eat, eat. And they always encourage food. And I didn't know I was doing this, but I'm like, eat, my boy, you know, eat. And then when he, you know, when he graduated to eating rice, I'm like, yeah. And then last week for the first time he had rice and collard greens. I'm like, yeah, that's my son. And so, yeah, he, he loves food. And actually, it's really funny because when he eats, he calls my name. That's the only time he'll say mom is he says, mom, mom. And he, it gets louder um, as he gets hungrier. And so it's really funny. And we've recorded him and it, it's quite hilarious. But yeah, he's 28 pounds. His sister is 38 pounds. So uh, I would say he's climbing the charts, if you would. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. I mean, that's a healthy baby right there. 28 pounds. I like to eat too. I, I, I like food too. Shoot, I just got back from vacation. And I'm gonna tell you, I ate a lot. So I got a few extras on me myself. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I just love what's that? So he has his little pandemic pounds. He's actually really tall, too. So it'll, it'll work out well. <laughs> yeah, the pandemic did that for sure. I think we got what do they call it? The pen, uh, pandemic 10 or something like that. What do they call that? You put on a little extra. We've, been, we've just been calling it pandemic pounds. So, pandemic yeah, pandemic pounds, pounds. Yeah. yeah, well, and you know what? Where Paulette, where are you from? Where, where do you live? So I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So like a Minneapolis suburb in Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, I'm African. You know how they say like African AF. So if you've ever seen that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, imagine that with a whole lot of African people. And then our family is really diverse. And then that will give you a clear picture of kind of who we are as a culture. So lots of jollof rice, um, which I'm trying to stay away from, but the struggle is real. Um, and some really good food. Like I just love African food and spices. I know that uh, some of my, my people are in the audience there. Some of my, my family and friends are in the audience. And yeah, my sister Lynn is there. And so, yeah, we've been saying that, um, you know, we're going to limit our African food to which I ate fufu and soup for breakfast yesterday, but no big deal. So yeah, I'm Liberian, but I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> wow. Well, I need to come uh, hang out with you sometime and get some of that food. I don't know if I've had much, uh, much of that type of food. I, I just, I don't think I have had it and I love food. So I'm going to need to come hang out with you <laughs> so you can get me some of what did, what did you say they were? What, what was that? So, uh, the most popular 
dish for um, us. And there's a big debate. And I know that if there's other West Africans in the room, they think their jollof rice is better. However, we know better. Paulette is here to set the record straight. Liberians have the best jollof rice. And it's a rice that has, it's seasoned. Um, it has vegetables in it. It has different types of meat in it. It's kind of, mm. some people say like a jambalaya type of deal, but it's it's way better than anything that you've ever had in life. It's so good. So yes, you are, okay. anytime you're in the Midwest, you let me know. Okay, okay. Because, you know, um, yes, I, I really, really uh, like Cajun food. So if I, so you're saying if I like Cajun food, it's a little bit better than jambalaya then. Oh, I'm, you'd be I'm blown like, away. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I need to come <laughs> hang out with you then. I need to come hang yeah. out with you because Cajun food is my favorite. All right. Well, hey, guys, why don't we do this? Why don't we go around? And uh, if you want to uh, ask Paulette a question, uh, she has just been dropping bombs in here. And Paulette, I really appreciate you. And I love the image. Th uh, thank you for putting that together as well. Flash your mic if you would like to comment or come in here if you want to add to the conversation. Uh, let's see. Flash your mic, flash your mic, flash your mic, flash your mic, flash your mic. I don't see any mics flashing. Flash your mic, flash your mic. Fla oh, there's Tamara. Hey, brother. I love, 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 love everything that you guys are talking about and specifically wanted to honor the fact that you took an idea uh, and an experience that you had in your home and the intimate experience of the your children running around and you also going through um, maternity, right? And that pregnancy development and putting it into a book. I think so often I hear people who are like, I have this idea and then they never activate. And the fact that you activated, one, is incredible. And two, what you're activating I think is so critical. I mean, there's actually body shaming even around potty training that parents will put their kiddos through and without knowing, and it's not intentional, but that's kind of where that, when you think about two to three year old body shaming, you're like, how is that even possible? They're beautiful, right? And you could never imagine saying something otherwise about a little kiddo's body. But I think that it all starts there. And we've talked specifically in this room a lot about shame. And so body shame is a huge part of activation. And I just love that you're, you're, you're a force to be reckoned with. And I'm excited to see how that, that message continues to evolve. Thank you so much for everything that you've done so far. You are very welcome. And, you know, everything that you said is so true, right? The shaming around just our bodies. And if, if we grow up, right, thinking that there's something wrong with our bodies, what happens when we get into high school? And then when, when our kids get into college and all these things in the world is, is happening and everything is compiled. And then we wonder why our girls and our guys have, you know, our young ones have such negative body images. Well, we, that's what we taught them, right? And so let's change the narrative. Serena Williams, who is a fearless mother. And, and if you don't know about her story when she was pregnant and, and what she went through, she said, the success of every woman should be the inspiration to another. We should raise each other up. Make sure you're very courageous, be strong, be extremely kind, and above all, be humble. And that resonated with me because, you know, a lot of times when we're talking about being a woman and encouraging each other and our, our body positivity and all these things, you know, you talked about people who want to do stuff and they're like, they just don't do it. Sometimes people don't know. And what happened with me is I reached out to a friend who her daughter is five and she has, you know, over nine published books. And I said, Hey, Brie, can you help me out? This is what I want to do. You know, let me know if you know any information. And she helped me transform, you know, my life. She helped me 
write my book in, you know, 90 days. And because I reached out to her and she said, hey, sis, you know what? I'm going to pull you along, too. It's, it's part of the reason why I'm here today. So I love everything that you said. And hopefully people can get started with whatever dreams and goals that they have. But also really look at how we're teaching our kids to love or not to love their bodies and change that narrative. Thank you. Yes, Paulette. So good. Thank you so much. And I love Serena Williams. I'm going to share a story uh, about myself that is exactly what you were talking about, uh, about, you know, your body keeping you from doing things and experiencing things. Uh, So when I was uh, a teenager in my genetics, okay, like growing up as a teenager in my genetics, we've got acne bad. Okay. So when I was a teenager, I had uh, not just only on the face, but I had Backney all over my back. Like, I mean, bad. And I did not want to take my shirt off in front of anybody. Like, I'm talking about, like, I was so self-conscious about that. I did not want to take my shirt off. It kept me from swimming. It kept me from doing a lot of activities, you know. And what's crazy about it is when I finally let go of that fear of judgment of what people are going to think about me and my body and this and that, like, my body needed me to take my shirt off and get some extra sunlight on that back, right? That's what it needed. I needed some sunlight and it dried it up, cleared it up and you know, it's all gone. But it was just, it's so funny. I was just so self-conscious about that growing up, you know, that I didn't even want to take my shirt off. Didn't want to go swimming, didn't want to do anything. And it's so true, Trevor. I think a lot of times, you know, we think like, oh, it's only young girls. And I always have to even correct myself too. Like I got to watch out for my son. Because even sometimes the things that we say subconsciously or somebody that may say to your child, like, oh, my gosh, man, what's that? Or, you know, in the locker room or whatever, like, you got to watch that because if you let it grow, I mean, it could do a number on their self-confidence. And, you know, you talked about just being like, I'm just taking my shirt off. That's what your body needed. Like you said, right? Like, that's what your body needed. And so let's give our kids and let's give our future what they need right? They need to be comfortable in their bodies. They need to know that whatever body they were given is theirs to keep and theirs to take care of. You know, you guys are talking about 75 hard, man, right? What an inspiration. And so hopefully that's the same idea that we can give to our kids is that like, they're our future. We got, we got to do better, you know, and if we're doing good, we we still got to do better. So love that Trevor. Amen. We got to do better. Um, my son, he's, uh, he's 13. And he's a little bit uh, self-conscious about his body as well. And, um, you know, we're just trying to teach him that he's beautiful. He's just a just an amazing young man. He's just awesome. And uh, I think, you know, kids are cruel. You know what I'm saying? They could be cruel, like, to each other. You know what I mean? And a lot of it, I think, comes from school bullying and people making fun or whatever. And, you know, it's that fear of judgment. I think that's the number one thing that people are just impacted by. They're always affected by the opinions of other people. And as soon as you let go of that, man, just amazing things happen in your life. As soon as you let go of worrying about what everybody else thinks of, I don't think you ever fully let go of it. I still get self-conscious about things, you know, but um, it, it definitely impacts me a lot less now than, than it did back when I was 13. That's for sure. <laughs> Totally agree. agree. And if you had the tools, I mean, let's be honest, people. I wasn't this fly of a diva, as you might think. I didn't hop out the (laughs) womb. I didn't hop out my mother's womb in my sequins dress. Okay, so I was a pretty awkward, (laughs) skinny, you know, just kid. So, I mean, you know, things change. And and, yeah, I love what you're saying to your to your son. He needs to know that. Touche. That's so funny. You're cracking me up. I just love you, Paulette. You're amazing. You are a champion. And thank you for your grit. 
uh, your grit on this stage. She's like, I'm going to be up on this stage. I'm going to be. And you are. You're here today because of your grit and your tenacity. And, well, you're shine, right? We appreciate you so much. So if everybody can do me a big favor, go follow Paulette. Blow her up on social media. If she's, you know, made an impact with any of her words, if there's been anything, any motivation, education, inspiration that she's dropped for you today, I want you to just blow her up. Do that big favor for me. Follow her here so she can experience more rooms in Clubhouse and get that message out for sure. So, Paulette, thank you so, 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 so much for being thank you here today. So much. And Trevor, you just lastly, I want to say, so my best friend and my big sister are in the audience, um, IRL. Uh, I love a lot of you in this room and in the audience. I see a lot of my virtual Clubhouse amazing sisters and brothers that down there in the in the audience who are at the other end of the breakfast table. And so I just want to thank Lynn and Juma for getting up super early. I also want to thank Dr. Rowe for making this happen because like you said, Trevor, I was like, give me the mic. And Michelle, come on. <laughs> Give me, pass me the ball, you know. So I, I love being here with you all every single morning, and I'm just blessed to be with you all. Um, I did want to mention Harper has a new book. Uh, I didn't want to do this food book, but she was actually right in her pursuit of this type of book. It's called Everybody, Everybody Let's Get Cooking, and that's her new book. It's out right now, and if you go to our page, you can find it. Trevor, I'm so grateful for you in this room, and I am just appreciative and love, love, love all of you. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Paulette. And actually, can you do me a favor? Because I don't know about everyone else, but on my end, it cut out right when you said the name of that book. So please tell me the name of that book again. Definitely. So it's called Everybody Let's Get Cooking. So Harper, like I'm literally not the one to be cooking all day, but my daughter has a love for cooking and also it encourages kids to try healthy foods. Um, we know that in a lot of our communities, especially like the, the BIPOC communities, that healthier options are sometimes not even thought of. And so we need that for lower blood pressure and some of the things that we our community has been plagued with. So it's just a fun way to say, hey, like, let's wash our hands while we're in the kitchen. Let's get your kids in the kitchen so that they have fun with food and that they can try new things and fruits and vegetables and have a healthy plate. And so that's our latest endeavor. So everybody, let's get cooking. All the info is in my uh, bio. And again, I'm just so grateful to be here with you all, all the amazing <laughs> champions in this room. And I thank you so much, Trevor. Oh, thank you, Paulette. Great job. Excellent. Paulette, you are amazing. You are a champion. And for a lot of you that maybe uh, have not heard, or maybe this is your first time experiencing, we do something in here called a tournament. We have a tournament where we give people an opportunity to come up here, get a seat at the table, and win an MVP spotlight so congratulations to you paulette we'll make sure we get you a breakfast with champions t-shirt you're gonna love that okay those are pretty cool just saying uh so that is awesome and now what we're gonna actually do is we're gonna transition to our tournament so i've got our referee today the one the only dr Rowe. good morning dr Rowe. how are you good morning trevor i am wonderful how are you Oh, I'm blessed. Can't complain. It's an amazing, beautiful, rainy day over here in Dallas, Texas. Where are you at, Dr. Rowe? I'm in Minnesota. I'm, I'm probably oh. about 20 minutes from Paulette. We haven't met personally, but we will soon. 
Oh, I see that? We're making friends up here on Clubhouse. You see how that works? Y'all going to get together. It's going to be good. You need to get some of that food. Try some of that rice. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go ahead and transition here. I just got to know if... Are you ready? All right, it's that time again. I've got an opportunity for a few lucky audience members to participate in the Breakfast with Champions quest for the MVP tournament. And in a moment, I'm gonna turn on the button and all you gotta do is raise your hand to participate. I'll then select a few lucky champions who will win not only a seat at the table, but a reverse follow from the stage and a Breakfast with Champions t-shirt just for participating. Each lucky champion will have two minutes to compete and our audience will keep score. One champion will advance to the MVP rounds and win a 30 minute segment on Breakfast with Champions. And one will advance to the finals. So we're super excited. All we gotta know is, are you ready? I'm gonna turn on the hand raisers. Let's go, raise your hand if you would like to participate in Breakfast with Champions quest for the MVP tournament. Got hands going on everywhere. All right, I'm gonna pull up. Congratulations to... You have a tremendous opportunity to reinvent your dealership today, right now, and to not take advantage of it would mean that everything that you just went through and are going through was in vain. How about instead we build something new like Kevin did in Virginia who was up 37% in April, or Mike in Wyoming who was up 90% in April, or Bob in Kentucky who broke a 60-year record this past January. All of these dealers joined the 800% Club and together we continue to win. Listen, I've done this before. I've helped build a monster dealership from the inside out, and now I want to build one with you. You and your team deserve it. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. Mm, let's me get a drum roll. Congratulations to Monica Lester. Monica Lester, come on down. I'm going to write your name down as well so I don't forget. Monica, 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 Monica Lester, come on down. How are you? Good morning. I'm also going Good to morning. pull up. Good morning, Monica. I'm also going to pull up Jeremy Bright. Jeremy Bright. I'm hopefully saying your last name correctly, Jeremy. Probably not, but that's okay. That's what I do. Jeremy, come on down to The Price is Right. And I'm also going to pick out, let's see, Jess Kane. Jess Kane, congratulations to you, Jess Kane. And a few more here. Scrolling, scrolling. Maria Rodriguez, Maria, Maria, congratulations, Maria Rodriguez, come on down, and I'll do, let's see, one more, oh, a who you know, alum, James Wolf, good morning, James Wolf, how are you, come on down, I've sent you all invitations to come up on the stage, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to turn off the hand raisers now. Congratulations to Monica Lester, Jeremy Burright, uh, Je uh, Jess, Kana, Maria Rodriguez, and James Wolf. What I'd like you to do is you're all going to have two minutes, okay? You're going to compete on today's topic, which is what does it take to be 
a champion, okay? So all I want to know is, what does it take to be a champion? Uh, and you got two minutes, and then we're going to go to the audience uh, to keep score. And one of you will advance to the MVP rounds and win a 30-minute segment here on Breakfast with Champions. So congratulations to each one of you. Let's go ahead and get started with Monica. Monica, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Are you ready? Good morning. I am ready. All right. Well, tell us, what does it take to be a champion? Oh, what I feel like it takes to be a champion is, first of all, empathy. When you can empathize with people, you can listen to them. That gives you the keys in order to empathize. Also, I would say transparency. People need to know who you are. Um, as there's a saying that said that people don't care about how much you know until they know that you care. So you need to be genuine when speaking with people and being kind. And my another thing would be kindness. And then my final one would be perseverance in order to continue to persevere and go through the trials and the triumphs, the times when people hurt you, you forgive them and you continue to persevere. So those are the four keys that I believe that takes to be a champion. Great job. Great job. Great job, Monica. I really like what you said about nobody really cares how much you know until they know how much you care, right? I, a matter of fact, I told somebody that yesterday. So I really, really enjoyed that. Dr. Rowe, what are your thoughts? Monica, I love that. Your thoughts are the essence of my heart. You're talking about words like empathy and listening and transparency, all of which help with authentic communication. So I think you did an amazing job. Welcome to the stage of Breakfast with Champions. And I appreciate you being a champion with just those simple words. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And if everybody can uh, do me a favor, find Monica on the stage. We got quite a few people here up here on stage, but find her. Find Monica. That is, it's like a scavenger hunt. You know what I'm saying? You got to find her and go ahead and blow her up. Give her a follow so she can experience some more rooms and clubhouse and get that message out. Follow Monica. That would be amazing. And Monica, you're going to love your Breakfast with Champions t-shirt. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be styling. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to go to the audience. If she said anything that resonated with you, uh, anything that inspired you, encouraged you, lift you up, right? Go ahead and raise your hand. We're going to take a quick tally here. Just go ahead and put your hands in the air, wave them around like you just don't care. This is for Monica, and we are... Take it a tally for, for the MVP. A few more seconds, keep them coming. All right. All right, Monica. Great job. Phenomenal. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Next up. I hope I've been saying your name correctly. I think I've been messing it up because that's kind of no, what you're I do. Good. <laughs> is it uh, is it Bright Jeremy Jeremy Bright? How do you say your last name? 
Yeah, my man, it's Burrine. You're doing a good job. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, Jeremy, uh, you got two minutes in here. We appreciate you. Congrats on uh, on coming up here on stage and tell us what does it take to be a champion. I love this stage and I love my brother Glenn and I've talked to him before, but I'm excited to play a game today. I think the coolest thing is that we all go through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of moments of discomfort in our life, especially if we want to be a champion. And it's our ability to be creative and unique in those moments of discomfort that's going to make us stand out. I was in Lithuania and I was starting to feel comfortable in another country. I'd been settled, I'd finally had a little friend group and I was playing my second season of professional basketball. I was feeling comfortable and I went for a walk late at night. I walked out into the forest, in the snow forest, until I got to the place where I was scared. And I sat down in that fear, in that discomfort, and I wrote down 35 things that I was grateful for. And I didn't come back until I could focus my mind away from being fearful in that dark freaking forest that had an actual reason for fear and bring myself back to a place of gratitude and curiosity and fun. And when I've been able to bring that to my clients and see them succeed, I know that in moments of discomfort, you can be a champion if you can be creative. That's what I got for today. Nice to meet you. Wow, I really like that. Excellent! You gotta be creative with your discomfort. I really enjoy that because I like to push myself out of the comfort zone all the time. Uh, I remember my first day on Clubhouse, man super uncomfortable right uh and now look i'm just doing some creative things here trying to play around a little bit have some fun so i like that jeremy really really like that dr Rowe. what are your thoughts i concur with everything you said i believe the mindset of which jeremy talked about restructuring ourselves so that we can be creative when those uncomfortable situations occur is what makes us a champion thank you for sharing jeremy all right now let's go to the audience uh if you like that okay if it if it you know uh resonated with you in any kind of way let's go ahead and raise your hands i'm going to take a few seconds in here and we're looking for the mvp this is for jeremy just put your hands in the air wave them around like you just don't care Few more seconds. All right, great job, Jeremy. Great job. How do you feel like you did? How do you feel like you did? Man, it's all about just having fun, right? It's really cool meeting you and Dr. Rowe. So, well, may the best person win, but I had fun. Yes, I love that. It's all about having fun, right? This is all about having some fun. See if we can. Uh, inspire some people at the same time. So I appreciate you. If everybody can go find Jeremy uh, in his, uh, let's see, you have a podcast too, Jeremy. The Jeremy uh, Bright Podcast. He's got his image down there. Find him, go follow him, and congrats on the Breakfast with Champions t-shirt. You're going to love that. Next up, we've got Jess Kane. Good morning, Jess. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you for being with us today. And congrats to you as well. 
Uh, you've got two minutes in here. Tell us, what does it take to be a champion? You're someone that never settles. You're always striving for more and you're not competing with others, but competing with yourself. You can't be comparing yourself to others because your journey is not going to be the same as somebody else's journey. And that's okay. So instead of comparing yourself to others, compare yourself to yesterday, compare yourself to the person that you were the day before, the week before, the month before, and just try and focus on improving on yourself. So that's the only person that you have to compare yourself to. You can't settle. You need to keep on climbing, keep on striving for more. And the main thing that it takes to be a champion is to remember that it's not what happens. It's how you react to it. It's not what's happened in the past. It's not drawbacks, setbacks. It's how you go and how you overcome it how you rewire your brain and how you choose to move forward. Neuroplasticity is something that is very, very real. If something happens to you, it's really easy to just accept it for what it is, but it takes strength and it takes a champion to take what happens and turn it around and turn it into something positive. I've experienced neuroplasticity myself, going from someone being in a hospital bed, being told you don't know if you're gonna walk, well, I'm fully capable of moving in full mobility because neuroplasticity is real. If you tell yourself that you are going to be a champion, that you are a champion, that's what it takes. It takes that inner belief, not taking what happens as the factual truth of what has to happen, but instead turning it around and reacting in a way that you know is deep inside of you. That's what it takes to be a champion, to never settle and to react the way that you want to be, react the way a champion would be. That is what it takes to be a champion, taking anything that happens to you and turning it around to meet the goals that you know that you are destined to achieve. Wow, all I gotta say. You gonna awesome. learn today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> You gonna learn today, Jess. What an amazing, amazing job! I love that. I especially like what you said about don't compare yourself to others. Right? You got your own journey to live, so don't compare yourself to others. Uh, Doctor Rowe, what what are your thoughts? Amen, Trevor. I concur, Jess. I loved also that you talked about this personal setback you had, and you transformed it into something triumphant with just a reaction, not even settling for whatever was before you, but it's how you reacted to it. I know that those are champion thoughts. We appreciate you coming to the stage and sharing your personal story, as well as what it takes to be a champion. Thank mm. you so much. Amazing. Yes, and uh, congrats to you on that t-shirt. You're gonna like that t-shirt. They're pretty nice. Um, just saying. And everybody, if you could do me a favor, reverse follow for Jess. That'll help her get that message out to more people. Now, I'm gonna go to the audience. I'm gonna turn on the hand raisers in here. And uh, all you gotta do is raise your hand if uh, something that she said, that Jess said, you know, kinda, kinda made you feel some kind of way, just go ahead and raise your hand. There's a little hand raiser button down there. Give it about 30 seconds in here. Keep them coming, keep them coming. more seconds wow jess you did an amazing job phenomenal 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming up here and participating. We appreciate you so much and congrats on that t-shirt. All right. So next up, we've got Maria, Maria Rodriguez. Good morning, Maria. How are you? Good morning, friends. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine, Maria. All right. So we got two minutes in here and we're looking for what does it take to be a champion? Awesome. Well, good morning, everybody. Greetings from Texas. Um, I've been listening to everybody talk about what it means to them to be a champion. To me, what it means to be a champion is waking up and doing things I don't like doing. You know, waking up and still pushing through those really comfortable sheets in my bedroom where it's just so cool. I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do all this hard work. But, you know, being a champion takes resiliency. Being a champion takes going through the going through the trenches going through the mud and still coming out alive and well you might have a couple bruises and scrapes and cuts you're gonna brush that off and you're gonna keep going there's no there's no procrastinating in the champions world we fall yes we do we break all the time but we don't stop and it's like i tell my clients i'm a fitness trainer i'm like you can slow down but you're not stopping and this and this is what's gonna make you get those results but because it's like ronnie coleman said Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift them blank as weights. You know, it's, it's, it's heavy. It gets hard. And a lot of people, they give up. But a champion knows when to turn back and see who's falling behind and pick them up and take them with them. Because it takes a team. It takes a team for you to become a champion. You just don't become a champion by yourself. There's a quote that says, if you want to go far, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together together you're not gonna get there by yourself and i think that's what makes me a champion because if i would have stopped 10 years ago when i was a single mother a latina single mother living in a border town my desk i was destined to fit that criteria to be a nobody but i never stopped i never stopped and i and i kept going and i asked for help and now i am here and i am a champion i am sharing a stage with glenn lundy can i get an amen can amen. I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. And I think that's what makes me a champion, that I always ask for help, and I always brought my team back with me, and now we're all here enjoying this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning, and we're sharing the stage. So thank you so much. My name's Maria, and I'm complete. Wow, Maria. Okay, so I love it. And uh, what I hear is grit. That's the word I hear coming out of coming out of your mouth and I love your I love your voice too it's just I love this app because it's audio only and so you get to hear someone's voice and the energy that comes through their voice and and uh and you have a beautiful voice so thank you thank you thank you and uh congrats all right Dr. Rowe what are your thoughts I love it Maria you have a champion mindset already came straight out of the gate talking about making a commitment to continue to do work keep going no matter what and I loved at the end when you talked about doing it together. Many of us believe we can do things alone and none of us can't. We have divine help and help from supported people. So thank you for mentioning that, for shouting out Glenn and for being a champion on this stage this morning. 100. All right, now let's go to the audience. Uh, we're going to raise our hand for Maria. If she said something that uh, inspired you, lifted you up, she said you need to pick up them weights anyways. Let's go ahead, raise your hand right now. Let me give it about 30 seconds. Oh, there we go. 
The hand raising button's right at the bottom. Just raise your hand if you want to cast your ballot for him. Yeah. Everybody put your hands in the air. Keep them coming. It's a close race. Few more. All right. Very good job, Maria. Thank you so much. And congrats on the t shirt. You're going to love it. All right. Next up my man this is one of my who you know people this is this is my man right here james wolf good morning james how are you doing good morning trevor doing good it's been a good day awesome well i'm so excited well we got two minutes in here tell us what does it take to be a champion to be a supporter of people and to listen to what other people are saying don't put anybody down and to be part of a team because when you're a team, there's no I in team. And to listen to what people are saying, to take their advice, to don't think that you always know the best way to doing things and to you know, be yourself and you know help, help everybody out as you can. Love it, love it, love it. Great job. <laughs> Woo! So excited. Everybody go check out James Wolf and uh send him a, a reverse follow in here so he can experience more of clubhouse uh and and really get that message out to more and more people and congrats on the t-shirt james you're gonna love it all right let's go to the audience oh actually whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hold up dr Rowe, what are your thoughts no problem trevor i love that james is supportive he talked about not putting other people down and lifting them up and james with that attitude no matter who's around you even sometimes when snakes are in the garden trying to pull you down or crabs are in the barrel you're going to rise and be a champion so thank you for sharing absolutely james thank you for coming up here all right so now let's go to the audience uh there's the little hand button just you know the little button down there at the bottom of your screen you know all you got to do is hit that button don't worry we're not going to pull you up here or anything like that just just raise your hand if you want to cast your ballot for james we're, we're doing this for james put your hands in the air Few more seconds in here, James Wolf. Love it, love it, love it. Great job and congrats to you, James. All right, so I got the tally in here. I got the final, the final say so. Okay, I got everything. I, and I just want to know first, James, uh, great job. How do you feel like you did? How do you feel like you're doing? How are you feeling this morning? Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not going to regret it. See you there. I'm feeling good. I'm just being very positive and looking forward to having a good day and hopefully having some good talks with people. Yes, love that. Love that. Love that. Maria, what are your thoughts? How do you feel like you're doing? How are you feeling? I am feeling fantastic. Excellent. Jess, Jess Kane, how do you feel like you're doing? I mean, I'm awesome. I'm with you guys either way. <laughs> 
true that true 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 i like that i like that jeremy how are you feeling like you're doing loving life on the way from arkansas to cali this morning i stopped and uh, watched the sunrise and did a tiktok and then i hopped on here man so good. dang you already did a tiktok wow that's that's pretty good james or jeremy all right monica monica how are you feeling I'm feeling wonderful, feeling as Dave Ramsey would say, better than I deserve. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I've got the final tally in here. Dr. Rowe, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to Dr. Rowe. Thank you so much for always uh, coming up here with me and, and playing this tournament. It's so much fun. How, how have you been enjoying it? I love it. It's going to be hard to choose. They were all wonderful. All right, well, I got the tally in here. So we do have a winner. So I'm gonna get a drum roll, drum roll. Today's winner is Jess Kane. Congratulations, Jess Kane. Woo, Jess, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> That is awesome. And this is for you, Jess. All right. Jess Kane is our winner. She's a champion. But I also want to give a special shout out to Monica Lester. Congratulations to you. You can enjoy that t-shirt. Jeremy, Mar Maria, and James, congrats to all of you. But Jess, you're going to come up here. We got a 30-minute spotlight just for you on Breakfast with Champions. You are the champion today. We're super excited to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're a champion. Yes. All right, Jess, now how do you feel? Like a champion. <laughs> thank you all. Yes. Yes. Can I get everybody to unmute your mic and congratulate Jess K, congratulations. please? Love that. I got my air horn. Hold on, wait. Yes, congrats, Jess. You're gonna be amazing. So I'll coordinate with you. Okay, I'll coordinate with you. And uh, we'll get a time uh, scheduled for you to come up here. We'll give you a 30-minute spotlight interview. It's going to be amazing. So congrats to you. And, guys, that is the tournament. And if you want your opportunity to get a seat at the table, come up here, get yourself a T-shirt and all that fun stuff, uh, you can actually uh, hit either myself or Dr. Rowe up in our dms just let us know you want to participate and um that way i can pick on you a little bit up here and we can pull you up on stage it'd be amazing get your seat at the table uh and now without further delay we have another champion in here an amazing um just person that speaks with so much authority and so much just i don't know she just she gets me every time and uh there, there's a certain a certain sound that I, I feel, I feel some kind of way when I hear her talk. The one and only Danelle Delgado. Good morning, Danelle. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Trevor, how you doing? Good morning, Danelle. 
Good morning, Glenn. How are you, sir? Fabulous. How are you? You know, I can't really be better or imagine better until it's tomorrow, because I'll get that day, too. You will get that day, too. I will say, today is a good day, for sure. But last week, being with you was better. I'm just saying. <laughs> when we were together, IRL, that was what's up. It was amazing. You're amazing. Super excited. For those of you guys that don't know, Danelle Delgado, be ready to be... She's see the title of the room here, Unlocking Triumphant Results. That's what Danelle does. Danelle has unlocked triumphant results in her life. And now she spends her days, her weeks, her months, and her years helping other folks unlock triumphant results in theirs, including me. She's been a mentor of mine. She's been a coach of mine. And she's been a dear friend of mine and my family's for a few years now. And it's been incredible, absolutely transformational. So super excited every time Janelle pops every Tuesday when Janelle uh, chooses to share the space and time with us. We're so grateful for that, Janelle. And so do me a huge favor, hit the plus sign bottom right-hand corner of your screen. You're going to want to invite your friends, your family members, your cousin, your auntie, people you like, people you don't like. Invite them all into the room here because uh, Danelle always drops bombs always so hit the plus sign invite them here into the room thank you for joining us here on breakfast with champions we are here monday through friday from 5 a.m to 11 a.m eastern we're here on saturdays from six to noon and of course on sundays we have our fabulous club 111 that's at 111 p.m eastern time if you like sunday services with worship and prayer and all of those things make sure you mark your calendars it's always phenomenal make sure you follow our club up there in the top right hand corner and with all that said, Danelle, I love you. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm excited for what you have to share with us today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I sure hope you're adding people to the room because I am over here. I'm listening to what Glenn says. Glenn, thank you for the platform. Um, I just have to say to all of you who have been in here, I watch every single day. We have a group chat of all of the moderators who are speaking and training, and they work their faces off to improve, to do new things, to keep a room fresh every single day is a whole lot of work. So thank you guys. They, they do this every day. I pop in and, and get the glory of all their hard work every Tuesday. And I just, I hope every one of you take time to send those moderators messages and tell them thank you. Um, because it's not easy being in this room. They encourage each other. Um, they call each other when, you know, when they're not as excellent as they can be. And it's just, um, it's a room committed to excellence. And so um, I'm watching, I see that, and I see how they treat each other with kindness and respect to, to progress. Uh, and I see where there's growth necessary and it's great. They're all, they're all welcome to hear it. So as I've been watching this, um, and as I've been building, you know, my own business for over a decade, <laughs> my own businesses, um, I'm always asking for insight. So I want each of you who are listening today to understand that um, insight and learning and progress is really only created uh, by curiosity. 
And so I want you to have a pen and paper or your phone where you can take notes today. And I want you to jot down these top 10 I'm going to give you today. I'm going to do my best to race through it and give you all top 10 rather than just a top four or six. I feel like I'll leave you hanging when I talk too much. Um, is there really a too much? Probably, <laughs> but maybe not. Um, I just want to give you as many great steps as possible. I want to reach as many people as I can in this room. Some of you may be like, hey, number one, I've got down. Number 10, I need massive help. So I want you to do something really incredible. And I want you to be as curious as you have ever been to your own self-enlightened interest today. Okay. Um, I can only help you gain as much insight as you are curious. So I want you to write down your most curious questions right now. I want you to write down, man, if I only knew how to dot, 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 if I only knew this, if I only could get better at this, I'd really love to learn this. And I want you to write it down. And when I'm done training today, if I haven't answered some of your questions, then I'm giving you full permission to either shoot me an Instagram message or shoot me an email. My email is super simple, Danelle at DanelleDelgado.com, like Glenn at GlennLundy.com. Um, if you know how to spell Danelle, there's no I in it, <laughs> nor in the pronunciation. Um, but I want you to shoot it to me. Uh, I've been doing an interesting thing through my email list, and I'm going to give you something um, really incredible for free today as well, just to share with you. Um, but I, I want, I'll, I want you to understand as curious as you become, the greater you can progress, the faster, right? Uh, most people show up just seeing what they can gain. I want you to show up to see what you can produce, right? I want you to say, man, that training was created because of my incredible question. That, right? We can only help you as much as you give us input to. And so I want you to be like, man, instead of just attending Breakfast with Champions, I want to create. And I'm going to share this with all of the creators in our back um, chat so that everybody can know because um, being in the know is one way we create more. So today I'm going to talk to you from actually some of the emails I've been receiving um, from my list. Okay. I'm getting hundreds of return messages every single day with insight that people would love to have. And so um, that's where I'm going to start from today, but I'm going to give you a top 10, but I want you to really write this down right? Take the time, write down, where am I curious? What do I need? Where can I grow? What is the place that is going to be my accelerator? Um, and this can be as an entrepreneur, as a human in relationships, as a parent, you can gain so much information from this group of champions and from any room in clubhouse, any human on social media, if you're asking the right questions. I think so many times people get stuck where they're at. They get stuck thinking what they do of themselves. They get stuck um, in their business. They get stuck in their relationships uh, just simply by the words they use, the, the thoughts they have, and by continually just living in the moment or running by the seat of their pants rather than being constantly curious about how they can grow, constantly asking the right questions, constantly seeking advice, mentorship, learning, knowledge. Um, just because you've learned a lot to get to the place that you're at doesn't mean uh, that it's going to be acceleration always. There is, is constant that needs to happen. So today I'm going to give you my top 10 to create massive progress. 
Okay, my top 10 to create massive progress. Now I'm gonna talk about this top 10 in a way that I want you to create massive progress in a very short amount of time. Okay, most of you on here are probably not saying, you know what, I like to create progress slow and steady over time. Maybe I'm gonna spread it out over the next 19 years. I really want it to take a long time for me to age and grow like a fine wine. Okay, I'm guessing you'd rather have the accelerated version, right? You'd rather gain the growth option in a, you know, more like you're driving a Ferrari versus a Pinto. I don't even think they have Pintos anymore. There's a lot of young people on here. You might not even know what that means. Just imagine it's old, okay? So take a look. What are you doing? Okay, as I see everybody out there on social media, I see a lot of people um, talking about their aims and they're talking about fixing themselves or finding themselves or having their eat, pray, love moment or they're, you know, just seeking. And I want to chat with everyone and encourage you that all of this advice that we're giving you is, is not to fix yourself, is not to find yourself, it's to build yourself. And these top 10 that I'm going to give you right now are 100% to build you that is addicted to impact, addicted to progress, and you refuse to remain. You refuse to remain, okay? Anyone who's constantly telling other people what to do or how to change because they have a really high opinion of themselves, they're remaining. Anyone who's constantly offended by people teaching them, they're remaining, right? Uh, anybody who's not willing to grow and be addicted to that difference that they can make when they progress, they're missing the point of life. And so I want to help you. I'm going to go ahead and mute. There we go. Um, sorry, we got a little background noise in there. I got it. Um, I, I really want to give you these top 10 things that I use to progress. Okay. And I want you to rate yourself one to 10 on them and say, man, I'm doing, you know, poorly at this. I could use to progress. I'm, um, I'm excellent at this. I want to work on the other ones. Okay. Self reflection and honesty. Every time that I'm having you guys do this, it is not because I'm doing the same thing. Okay. Repetition of processes creates quick results. It trains your brain to trust yourself. So many people are going through life without strategy. They're going through life by the seat of their pants. They're just trying to hurry and hustle their way into success. Well, I'm more of simple moves, complete strategies, and knowing that I can count on my moves to move me forward. I don't want you to be guessing in life. And so these strategies that I'm telling you, if you constantly are rating yourself one to 10, how I perform today, well, you know how to become a bit greater the next day, right? You know how to not um, be arrogant. You know how to be honest with yourself. You won't be promising people things that you don't plan on delivering. I am giving you patterns to repeat every single Tuesday on purpose. Okay. So I just want to explain a little bit of that to you while we're going through this okay so so these tips are 10 ways to create progress now here's what i'm going to encourage you do okay and this is something i'm doing right now with with one of my training groups we have a 30-day challenge going but i want to challenge you to live this top 10 over the next 30 days we're rolling right into july okay so you get two warm-up days 
over here. Okay, you get two warm-up days, you get today and tomorrow, and then we're rolling right into a new month of 31 days. Okay, so we can do a 31-day challenge. But I want to encourage you, how massively can you implement these 10 over the next 30 days? Because I guarantee you, you will have a transformation in 30 days or less. This is what people are looking for. People are dreaming big, they're seeing the long run, but they are missing how they have to make small moves quickly to create long-time lasting change, okay? They, they overestimate what they can do in a lifetime, but they underestimate what they can do in 30 days, in 90 days. I train 90-day plans with all of my entrepreneurs, but I want to see that if you lay out this plan over the next 30 days, I guarantee you there's no one who listens to these and implements them every day who will not see massive progress in their world. They are simple, they are complete, but they are strategic. Okay, so this is what, no matter what level you are at, okay, to understand number one, the number one way to create progress is find your simple three, okay? Focus on your simple three. Now you're gonna create your simple three, but I'm gonna explain to you how, okay? Your simple three. How many of you guys right now, I just want you to think to yourself, okay? Or you could tap your mic if you want. You have more than three things you need to do every day, right? Okay, you have way more than three things to do. You have this massive thing. How many of you guys have more than three goals? Okay, you have more than three focus points, more than three businesses, more than three things that need to improve every day. Okay, so many people focus massively on many things that they miss mega moves by focusing on simple. Okay, so I'm going to say your simple three, and I want you to find your top three priorities that would help you get the result that you're looking for, okay? So whatever goal you write down, whatever you're curious about learning, whatever result you truly want to get next, okay? Write down a goal you can get in 30 days. Write down something you want to change, something you are committed to, that in 30 days you want to see massive growth. Maybe it's make 10 new sales. Maybe it's um, build um, a stronger relationship from a broken one. Maybe it's connect with your child in a really remarkable way. Maybe it's just believe in yourself enough to have courage. Okay, whatever that goal is, try to have a metric attached to it. But I want you to find the three priorities, the three things you could do that if you did those every single day, it would create a massive result in that area. Now, here's an example. I always tell salespeople, they make life extremely difficult, extremely difficult. There are three things that make people an incredible salesperson, okay? These are the three things you need to make a working, amazing business. Number one, you have to be a product of your product, okay? You have to be uh, an example that you are teaching something you know if you're a coach. You're not teaching something you've read about. You're teaching something you know, live, breathe, are a product and result of. Or you just believe in it. It's a health product, okay? You're believing in it. You are crushing it. You're living it every single day. You're having massive results. And you can prove and believe in without a shadow of a doubt that this is the thing, okay? So you have to be a product of your product. If you're not a product of your product, um, hang on one sec. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my guests are taking my dog out right now. <laughs>
I'm, it's wild. I'm out in my backyard. Okay. So a product of your product. And I, and I want you to take a look of that. Okay. Because if you're in sales, you can't sell something you're not living or you're actually just a liar. All right. So product of a product. If you want to sell your next priority is to sell. Okay. If you want to make a business, you have to sell things. You have to sell something every single day, every single day. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> trying to help them over here and point to things every single day. Okay. So product of your product and you have to sell stuff. Okay. Sell one thing every single day. That was my goal in the beginning. When I was horrible at sales, it was zero to one. Okay. Until it became zero to many, but you got to sell every day. The next thing you have to do, the other priority is you have to recruit other people to sell. You have to recruit sellers. You have to uh, treat your customers so well that they become living, breathing, you know, champions of what you're doing and sharing your message okay so these three things product of a product okay hold on i'm trying to find who's live hey guys make sure you mute your mic skype when you pop in we love having you here though <laughs> jack came forward has increased its sales by over 136 percent my name is travis flirty we have seen over 55 percent increase in sales Jeremy Downing here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean Paul Gidry here. And I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works. I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. Okay, so product of a product, sell and recruit. Let's get loud out here. Come on over here where I can focus, okay? And recruit other people to sell. If you do well with your business, your business grows because other people talk about it. Those are three priorities, okay? That's an example of finding your simple three to focus on. So I want you to try right now and write down what are the three focus points that you have to do, okay? Your simple three focus points of your business, your life, you're moving forward, okay? If you're in health, you have to, if, if you're really focused on your health and having a new health goal, well, your three priorities are your mind, your food, and your movement. I'll make it simpler, okay? If your next goal, your focus point is your relationships, you have to focus on your own self-awareness, your generosity of time for others, and your efforts, right? On being an excellent person in that relationship. So I want you to find your, your simple three. If you want to create progress, like you have never created progress in the next 30 days, you need to know your simple three and schedule them every single day. You need to have a metric every single day. Okay. Every single day, every single day. Do you hear me? You can't have a sales goal and not hit it that day. It's just an impossibility. If you want to create progress, set your goals accordingly and have your simple three. Okay, this is step number one. I'm going to tell you I have lived and breathed this every single day because my life couldn't handle 
craziness. Okay. My life did not move forward without scheduled strategy. I had three tiny kids all on my own, building businesses, multiple jobs while I was coming up. And people had the hardest time creating clarity on what actually moved them forward. They were trying to do all the things all the time. Okay, so the step number one, your top 10, finding three simple focus points and moving on them every single day. Your top three priorities, that's step number one. I want you to live every single day for the next 30 days, okay? Step number two to create massive progress is to understand this fact that one of my mentors, Todd Stottlemyre, three-time world champion baseball player, taught me, okay? He does a training with me. It's amazing. He taught us this, and it is stuck in my mind every single day, that nothing is neutral. Nothing is neutral. This is number two to create massive progress is to understand that in your life, nothing is neutral. Every choice you make, every word you speak, every action you take, every thought you have is progress or decline, is life or death. There is nothing in your life that you do that is neutral. Okay, so I want you to think about this for a minute. Energy. Energy is not neutral. The energy of the sun, okay, 100% only comes to the earth at 10%. Your 100% can only be transferred to another 10%. Nothing is neutral. There is never a zero in your life. So I want you to think about everything you've done in the last 24 hours. What have you done that is causing death? What have you done that is causing life? What have you done that is causing progress? What have you done that is causing decline? Okay, growth, excellence, personal standards. Okay, nothing is neutral. If you have a high personal standard, fantastic. And if you demolish another's, not fantastic, right? If you're willing to be a coach and a mentor and call people into their standard, you don't do that by barking orders. You do that by inspiring, by becoming a person that people are drawn to, by wanting to. If I were to work with all of my people and not empower them, it would be a decline of me. Why? Because I'd have less people who would be in my world who would be helping accelerate my moves, okay? No, I want you to think about it, right? Glenn and I had an incredible meeting last week. We, we trained together, we laughed together, we had fun with another team together, and then we worked on business together, okay? That business together was to make sure that we understood nothing is neutral and anything that was negative needed to be changed, moved, right, Glenn? 100%, 1,000%. <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, you know, since since I saw you last, I, I I'm sore from packing all the, uh, packing all the <laughs> bags and all the furniture for this move that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. We had this amazing, incredible conversation where iron sharpens iron, and if you're having conversations ever, through words, through text, or anything that are not iron sharpening iron you're going to be broken. That is death to you. Okay. Anytime you do this, right? I'm extremely direct and hard on the people that I work with, but I do it with the right heart, all in growth modes. Okay. I want you to think about this. How many times have you talked to yourself in a, in a negative way this week that is causing death? It's not neutral. It is putting that negativity into motion. 
How many times have you said something bad about someone in your life? That is death to you. That is not greatness to you. Nothing you do is neutral. So if you truly want your business, your life, your results, your connections, your mission to take off, understand everything counts. Nothing is neutral. Okay. Imagine what would happen in this world if the whole world understood this move. Okay. If they understood that nothing in life is neutral, right? How would things go? I look at what's happening in the world right now with race. I look what's happening in the world right now with politics. I look what's happening in the world right now and all of the destruction that is happening in the world. I want people to understand that nothing is neutral. And if you want to create progress over the next 30 days, you have to rein in what is death to you. You have to rein in and you have to double down on what is life to you, on the words that you speak, on the choices that you make, on the actions that you take, on the emotions that you feel, on the thoughts that are coming. You can only partake and really create what you fill. Okay, everything you're doing, nothing is neutral. So I want you to put a checkpoint on your life and say, man, I have done this, this is declined to me because I've been declined to another. This is life to me because I've been life to another. This is declined to me because I've been that way to myself and I have to fix it, all right? Every choice, every moment, right? How quickly we snap at our kids when really you need to take a breath, right? So I was having this incredible conversation with my daughter who's 14, taking her to volleyball yesterday and it was an amazing ride in the car and, and it got a little powerful for a minute, we're gonna call it powerful. Parents, you know what that means. A little strong, a little sturdy, and it was it was getting to some good stuff. And my daughter Bella goes, you know what I love, mom? I love how every time before you speak, and it's gonna be a little intense, you take a deep breath to make sure you wanna say it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, 14, she's already figured out all of my life, right? All of my all of my things and I want you to think about where the world would be or where you would be if you would learn to take a breath before you speak to make sure that it's doing something remarkable for another we're gonna talk about that on number six okay number two nothing is neutral number one find your simple three and focus for the next 30 days number two nothing is neutral understand whatever gear you're shifting into it's going to shift you all the way in the high drive okay number three Number three, you must create a daily rhythm for yourself. I suggest you grab Glenn's morning five, okay? I suggest you grab his morning five and you apply it to your evening as well. There is a rhythm to winning. And with no rhythm, there is no result, okay? The people that you see on here who have massive success, there are billionaires on here. There are people much more successful than me. There are my mentors on here. There are people who I mentor. There is every kind of human on here. But if you take a look at people winning, one thing is accurate. Those people who are winning have a rhythm. They have a system that they live and breathe. They do the same things. They create this. There are these patterns. There is no question about when things happen. Their teams know when everything happened, right? My team over here at my house, okay? With my assistants in, with my, I was on, I was on a call yesterday and somebody's like, is that your door? Do you need to get? I'm like, nope, everything's in order. We all have a rhythm, okay? What is yours, right? I wake up, I have, I choose joy, gratitude, growth, goals and grace and prayer. Okay, then I go to work. And in the evening, I do the exact same things. Work out, gratitude, growth, goals, and grace, and prayer. That is how I end my day. I want you to think about what in your life has no rhythm. It is causing a disruption in your success. 
What in your life has no rhythm? It is causing disruption to your success. Okay, number three is a daily rhythm. I want you to create a daily rhythm for 30 days. I guarantee you massive progress. If you stick with that rhythm for 30 days, you will have results in a way that you will want to stick with it for longer. But I'm just gonna see on here who is going to track the greatest results over the next 30 days, okay? Now, for any of you that wanna play, I'm gonna do something really cool. I'm gonna give some away, okay? For 30 days, if today you send me the goal that you wanna hit in the next 30 days and your focus points, just a quick couple of words on these one through 10, okay, that I'm going to finish giving to you today. And in 30 days from now, by July 31st, it's a couple days, you guys got a couple days to warm up and get it ready. Okay, so maybe if you message me by July 1st, and on the 31st, you send me your results. Okay, the greatest results, I'm going to give away something amazing. Okay, probably my two grand program, okay, to help you build your business. So I want you to think about this, okay? And maybe more, maybe it's just a, I'll, I'll let you pick, okay? I'm gonna give you a pick. Maybe it's just a hour phone call where I can help or whatever you want, okay? I'm just willing to help those who are willing to help themselves. I'm not willing to help everyone. I'm willing to help those who are proving that they want progress, that they are putting into work my free efforts right now. Okay, so if you're willing to show me you're ready to rock and roll, I am happy to get go a mile. Okay, go 10 miles, do whatever it takes. How about five days in Greece? Will you give me five days in Greece? <laughs> if it's you, Glenn, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done five days in Greece. Where else should we go? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, you're right. We should probably go somewhere else. We'll go to the opposite side. But wherever there you it go. is, that's where we're yeah, There you work. go. I'm going international <laughs> on Monday. I can't wait. <laughs> it's been too nice. long. <laughs> but Glenn, it's a yes. Okay, you guys are competing against Glenn. You get me? You better get your hustle on. Okay? So here's the I got thing. him. You, yes, Michael, you ready? Okay? You you got to have your goal ready. Got to write it down. You got to send it to me by July 1st. Okay? You got to have your answers to what you really need to focus on specifically for you. What are your simple three? What do you need to work on so that your neutral, you understand, is not there? Okay, nothing is neutral. Number three, what's your daily rhythm? Great, write it down. You're gonna shoot it to me just in one simple text, okay? Or one email, whatever. My team will check them off. All right, here we go. I'm gonna run through these. Number four. Number four, over the next 30 days to create massive progress, you must build your mental armor. Your mental armor, okay? This means, uh, a lot of people say mindset. I say it's way bigger than mindset. I say it's armor. A lot of people tell you, well, you're gonna do this. You gotta grow some thick skin. Okay, let me just tell you something about skin. Skin is not thick. Thin is, skin is thin, skin is not pliable. It breaks, it tears. You hit it in the right spot, it's bloody. It's not great. You don't need thick skin. You need mental armor. Cause I'll tell you what, I have gone through a lot of this battle of my life especially being in the public eye. And I have been through beat down, drag outs, bloody, bruised, beat up, piece of works have been around me while I was building my business. But this mind of mine is built for war. This mind of mine is built to stand for the right people and the right things no matter what comes against me. Mental 
armor. It has been built through and through. Now, if you want to know my mental armor tips, okay, Glenn, I just need to ask if I can give this away. Can I give them episode two of Making of a Millionaire? Is that cool? I had it loaded on my thing. So it's an hour, I think it's 90 minutes about how to build your mental armor. And it's also, okay, cool. It's also uh, just just free. I set it up there for you guys. So if you go to DanelleDelgado.com, uh, in the top right of my website, you can just put your email address in there. You get immediate access to a 90-minute training on building your mental armor. I don't have enough time for you today. But for those of you who really want to grow and who are interested in creating massive change in a short amount of time and then making that your new normal, this is something for you. If not, great. Continue reading, building every single day. Continue being around the right people who build. Anything that breaks down your mind needs to not be around for a while, okay? Until you build the strength to overcome it, okay? So this mental armor, I'm going to tell you is number four. If you want to create massive progress every single day, man, I'm like giving away the farm today. I don't know. Love y'all. Glenn does so much for the whole world. Might as well jump in. So I'm going to give you that, okay? I want you guys hitting goals, and here's why, okay? Before I run through the rest of these, I'm gonna run through them really, really quickly. I want you to understand, if you were here on Breakfast of Champions, you're here all the time, okay? All of you follow me, I know that, I get messages, I love y'all. You are the top percent of people in the world who are actually gonna go make a freaking difference and who are gonna do something great. I need more people to help do that, okay? The rest of the world is sleeping in, the rest of the world is concerned with just paying their bills. They're not concerned about going out and building their wealth, building their mind, building their connections so that they can create change, okay? We can no longer, I say this all the time, we can no longer afford to make dollars that don't make change. I need help. So the more people I can help, you guys are showing up here every single day wanting to learn, wanting to grow, applying new skills. Great. I'd rather help the people who are applying themselves because they're the ones who, when they make money, are going to be willing to give, are going to be willing to be generous. So I need you to win. So today I'm giving you all these tips. I'm saying, listen, find your three to focus on because if you don't, you're going to be running crazy and not focusing on the things that matter and focusing on the things that definitely don't matter and confusing your ascent, okay? You're gonna go slowly. I need you to go quickly. I don't need you to go slowly. I need you to understand that nothing is neutral, that everything you do counts. Everything you do counts. I am building a new business that I've been building for about two years. People who I was connected with 10 years ago. And you know what they say? Danelle is the same person, only magnified from 10 years ago as today. We had these discussions. I remember people saying bad things about people, people saying great things about people. I remember watching people make decisions and Danelle stood her ground. Danelle is who she is. She did this, this, and this, and it opened up massive opportunity for me. Today, you need to be working, operating, and speaking life like you are participating in your life 10 years from now in the big goal. Not the thing that's gonna get you to the big goal, but the big goal. How are you living, breathing, and operating with people so that they know what is true of you so your opportunities come 10 years from now? That's what I want to challenge you. Nothing is neutral. What have you done that you would take back? What have you done? A lot of people will say nothing. It got me here. I understand that. But listen, okay? What have you done today that is your decline? 
How have you spoken to yourself or another? How have you thought of yourself? What have you skipped on? Have you said, hey, I'm gonna be healthy and I ate a donut. I know, cause that's tempting for me. I really love the donuts and the chips. Okay, but listen, what have you done? Nothing is neutral. Everything you do in the next hour is going to be progress or decline. Everything you do in the next 24 hours, progress or decline, right? Every conversation you say to somebody else, it either builds or breaks. Nothing is neutral. So I need you focused. I need you focused because if you're focused on the three right things, you don't have time for the wrong things. You're focused on progress, not decline. Okay, you've created that daily rhythm for yourself and you will not break it. Why? Because when you know that you have a rhythm, it works and other people can count on you. When you don't have a rhythm, like I look at households, people with wild, crazy children have no rhythm, right? People that they don't know what to expect. Kids love structure, right? They love structure and freedom with reason. So you have to build some of these things, right? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna run through these number five. Make sure you're taking good notes because I tell you what, you can't win on uh, July 31st. I'm wondering, wait, hold on. I'm looking at this calendar. Maybe we should do it. We need to do it to the 6th so I can give it away on July 6th. So it runs, oh wait, no, that's the wrong month. Hold up, on the 27th, the 27th. So I can give it away on the 27th. You should start it. So if you start it now, Danelle, we will be in New York City together with a bunch of people from this room that's on July what, 29th. So when they that's complete, what we'll do. We, can, we can celebrate their completion right there in New York City. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, the 29th. That's what we'll do it. And I'll pop on that day as well. I'll remind people to send in on Tuesday, and then the 29th we'll give it away. Sweet. Oh, my gosh. In New York. Let's do it. That's brilliant, Glenn, okay? So I'll see you all in New York. I hope you've all gotten your tickets. Are you kidding? They're letting us out. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. They're letting out the wild ones. We'll see you there. So We're excited about that, man. <laughs> New York City, 28, it's going to be amazing. You guys need to go to labsummit.com, labsummit, L-A-B-S-U-M-M-I-T. I'm sorry, labsummit.club. Dot club dot club or just message me the word summit and i'll send you the details but you don't want to miss it danelle me david and like 20 other powerhouses all in new york city at the same time celebrating freedom and also learning how to begin how we can gain that independence and freedom financially and in our businesses so make sure you're there sorry to interrupt danelle i apologize oh my gosh the best. i love it no, because I forgot the link. So I was just going to do it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. And if you come to New York and you have lived this for your 30 days and you have proof, you have sent me your um, goal and your top 10 prior and you come there, great. Maybe I'll do lunch with all the people who complete it for 30 days and we'll just talk about your results and I'll just pour in a little bit if you're there on Thursday in New York. So I'll just throw in a little extra, extra spice. Okay. Oh, if you if you amazing. think I'm fun on Clubhouse, I'm way more fun in person. 
Okay. So I can't wait to meet you all. All right. Number five. All right. Are you ready? Number five. We've got mental armor coming in hot. You guys are going to watch that 90 minutes. Make sure you put your email in there. We're going to have a great time. Number five. Excellence. Number five. Excellence. Over the next 30 days, I want your excellence. I can't tell you how many people think that the mess express is hilarious. Nobody's following that. Nobody thinks it's funny. Nobody is creating massive results when you do not look your best when you are crazy. Okay. I, I want you to understand this. I, I did a post about this a couple of days ago, but it said, maybe it was yesterday. <laughs> days blend. But I said, trusting the process is terrible advice. Right. A lot of people tell you that when they don't have an answer to help you progress. Oh, just trust the process. That is the laziest response to anything I have ever heard. And I was like, man, trust the process. Yes, there is a process, but give that process excellence. Give that process effort. Give that process study and research. And if something doesn't feel right and it's not working, I am never going to tell you to just remain and keep doing it ever. Okay, so I want to tell you excellence is what called me to the floor. Excellence on days when I was crying and had babies everywhere, didn't know how I did it and had no money. I was dressed my best. I showed up. I went and did more and one more than I thought I could do. One more meeting, one more sales push, one more thing. If you give me 30 days of excellence, right? Try looking in the mirror like your best hot self and not performing that day. Won't happen. You'll have better relationships, better conversations. Your spouse will like it more. Your friends will like it more. Your kids will have more respect. And anyone who's working with you in any form will understand that you are there to play. You are there to dominate. You are there to create. What is true of you is the results that you create, okay? So I want you to understand I am completely anti-hat best. I believe that excellence is inner and outer commitment. Okay. I don't show up to clubhouse unprepared. Okay. I never don't have stuff written down Friday night live on social media. I have notes. I've built that for six years. Okay. I have had hundreds of thousands of views and 2000 views. Doesn't matter. I show up prepared. I show up ready. I show up intense. I show up and get, um, I give impact, I, I give fire, even when I'm tired. At the end of Friday Night Live, at the end of Tuesday, I'm exhausted, right? I have used all of my upper body strength and energy to pour in. What are you giving half to? What are you giving little energy to? What are you giving to you're just trying to complete? For the next 30 days, I'm gonna call you to excellence. If it's worth doing, it's, it's worth doing excellently. Excellently. I was, um on a yacht with Brian Benstock and Liza Borshis a couple weeks ago for my birthday. And it was amazing. And Brian said something that I had to go get my phone and write down. He said, yeah, if you allow casual, casual becomes sloppy. And I was like, mm, Benstock, yes. I want you to understand the things that are casual in your life become sloppy. That's a Ben Stock quote, so don't be quoting that to me when you share, okay? Uh, I want you to stop listening to trust the process. I want you to give every process in your life excellence, and I want you to track those results. Write them down. Here's what's happening. When I'm excellent, this results. There is no way you can show up as your best self with all of these things in order for the next 30 days and not create progress, progress that makes a real difference.
Okay, that's number five. Number six, here we go. Number six. Number six, by all means and everything over the next 30 days, improve the condition of others. Improve the condition of others. Okay, this is sales. This is life. This is everything we have to do. If anything you do is not improving the condition of others, what right do you have to do that? Why would that be a part of your life? And I think people get so focused on themselves and what they want, they forget that everything is about others. Everything. Okay, people are committed to self-care. I'm like, listen, people are caring for themselves. You got, you got to do that, yes. You have to schedule things. I, I, I'm not worried about that. We got plenty of people teaching that. I want to tell you, take a look at your marketing. Take a look at your social media. If it is not improving the condition of others, what is it about? Most people are promoting to get things for themselves, right? I need this many sales. I'm going to tell this. I'm going to do this. Listen. Number six is probably the most important one on this list. If you want to create progress every single day, this is my commitment to myself. I will improve the condition of others. When I am exhausted, I will improve the condition of others. When I am emotional, I will stop it. I will improve the condition of others. When I am angry, I will improve the condition of others. When I am at my wits end, I will take a moment and I will improve the condition of others. And you know what? When I have done that, the only thing that results is progress. The only thing that results in progress, so many people are committed to live in their pain, their frustration, what's not fair. Life's not fair. It is consistent. It is persistent. That is a quote that I've read my entire life. And you know what is consistent and persistent that has brought me to this place where I get to love my life? My number one commitment is to improve the condition of others. Right? Is to take every last moment. Glenn and I talked till the very last moment that I had to leave literally so much. I had to get, um, pay for a little extension on my hotel room so I could pack my bags. Cause I was taking that last moment that I could to help improve his condition because he matters to the world. So I want you to think about every single day, improving the condition of others, every person that is put in your place. And I will tell you the ones that are hardest to do that for who maybe you don't like, you have opinions about, um, who don't deserve it. You are going to gain the most in your life by improving the condition of their life as well. Because it's those who deserve it and those who don't. It is a value of my life. And I guarantee you progress when you live it. Okay? There is nothing that comes from doing the opposite ever. Ever. Other than more things to waste your time and think about and take you off of focusing on your simple three. Okay? Here we go. Number seven. You guys, I'm getting through this list today. I'm so excited. Number seven. Number seven, if you want to create progress, massive progress over the next 30 days and life, I call this engage versus explain, right? I want you to engage people in your life for the next 30 days. Engage attention, engage people, like just draw them in with your excellence, your power, where you're going. Like people are like, she is on the move, right? People are watching me every single day going, oh my gosh, I love your life. This is incredible. How do you live your best life? What are you doing? Engage versus explain. Then there are explainers. People want to explain everything. They need to explain their answers. They need to explain their results. They use a hundred sentences rather than one when they could do something. They just want to be the know-it-all, talk-it-all, do-it-all, in charge of it all, control freak it all. And explainers are annoying. But inviters are awesome. 
Engagers are awesome. People want to hang out with people who engage them. When you sit at the table, man, it's the fun table. It's the fun table. It's powerful. They love people. They're there to progress and do great things. And you leave people better than you found them. You improve their condition. Explainers want to be the thing. They want to be the only thing. And they want to be the highlighted thing. And they're just in a battle with their ego. Okay? I want to help you understand that when you are working to get attention, work on getting the attention that you want rather than the attention you can get. Engage the right people. Take time to do the right thing. Prepare. When you are putting yourself out there online, what are you working to attract? Right? We all know that there's a lot of people who use a lot of things to get attention and then they have to explain it online. What are you using to engage people? I just want you to think about some of your moves. And if you find yourself explaining yourself or feeling like you have to for any of the moves you're making, we're not doing it quite correctly. There should be so much preparation and research into every move you make. There's no explanation, no validation needed at all. You're simply engaging the right humans in your life right? If you're explaining all the time, it's the wrong humans in your life. It's people who doubt you and doubt themselves and have no hope or future, don't understand progress. People who are engaged in your life, and if you're surrounded by them, you will be creating progress every single day. Okay, number eight. Are you ready? Number eight. Number eight. This one's really simple. Really, really simple. If you want to create progress in your life, you have to create a pattern of this. Okay, this has to be your normal. Number eight. It's really simple. Cheer people on. Cheer people on. Cheer for people. Encourage people. Celebrate when they win. I can't tell you how many people I see scrolling their phones and they're rolling their eyes at what somebody else is posting. What does that do? How does that improve anybody else's condition? If you don't like them, delete them. You don't need to see that world. If they're bringing a negative emotion in you, maybe move it aside. Or take a look at yourself and see why you're not cheering people on. See why you're not a part of their progress, why you've been a part of their defeat. I want people to cheer for each other. I want people to encourage because I tell you what, me celebrating for anyone else has only accelerated my will to win. Only accelerated my will to win. Right? 22 in 22. That's right. Glenn knows my goals. Right? (laughs) We know each other's specific goals down to the numbers and detail. This is how we cheer for each other, hold each other accountable, move it forward. When Glenn gets something big, I'm in the front row. Glenn, how many events have I come to just to cheer you on? I wasn't even needed there, right? Every every event I've had since 2018. Right? Cheer people on. What kind of a human are you? When you are in someone's corner, live in their corner. Right? I, I have plenty of times where I'm front and center and I'm the human. And I have my humans cheering for me front and center. But you know what my favorite thing is? My favorite thing is to be the guy in the corner, cheering, 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 and watching people come to life and improving the condition of others. How many people are you cheering for? Who needs you to cheer for them? Write down a specific name. Who are you going to be the one who you cheer them across their finish line that they wouldn't have crossed without you? 
that's something to live for. That's true progress. Sometimes we get so focused and, and dragged down in our goals or our things we need to achieve that we get frustrated. There should be no frustration. There should be progress. There should be focus. There should be simplicity. There should be strategy. There should be improving the conditions of others on our way to our best self, right? There is nobody who can anchor down somebody who's on fire and on progress right? There is nobody that can make my team fall behind. There is no one who is not valuable and counted on. And they should know that from how I engage and improve their condition and work on my rhythm and I make it duplicatable. All right, here we go. That was number eight. Okay. That was number eight. Cheer people on. Number nine. Number nine is you have to have daily reflection. If you want to create real progress, you have to reflect every single day what you did well, what you did not, and what you need to add, okay? I call it keep, start, stop. I've taught it before. What do I need to keep doing that's working? What do I need to stop doing that's not? What do I need to start doing that I've been needing to do and I just keep avoiding it, okay? What do I need to keep, start, stop? I want you to do this every single day for 30 days. You will be um, enlightened to patterns you need to stop. You will be encouraged to start new things that you've always needed to do and you haven't done yet. I promise you, if you reflect on yourself, you will remember your lessons. People forget their lessons. How many of you guys have needed like a frying pan to the face to learn the lesson? You needed it repeated so many times. Listen, you can improve that by daily reflection. Asking yourself a few questions at the end of every single day and say, where did I crush it? Where did I fall short? Right? Where did I mess up? Um, because nothing is neutral and I cause decline in my life today or my personal mindset or someone else's. Right? Daily reflection. What do I need to keep? What do I need to start? What do I need to stop? All right. Number nine. That's number nine. Are you ready for number 10? Number 10 is this. For 30 days. Okay. I'm going to review these one more time. Find your simple three to focus on, your three priorities that are gonna create the most progress. Remember that nothing is neutral. Every choice, every word, every action, every thought is progress or decline. Everything counts. Number three, you must create a daily rhythm to live by for 30 days and not break it. Create that rhythm, hold to it, let your body and your mind know what's happening every single day. Number four, build that mental armor. I gave you guys DanelleDelgado.com. You have a 90-minute training on building that mental armor. It's fun. It's hilarious. It's also really incredible training. I hope you get to watch it. Number five, excellence only. It's your inner and outer commitment. Show up. Get dressed. Do your hair, right? Well, dudes, whatever. Girls, you can do your makeup. Just look your best, right? Put on nice clothes. Get up. Get in front of the camera. Even if you're on Zoom, not doing anything, you're just hanging out with your family, put yourself in a position to perform at your absolute best. Nobody looking fancy under delivers. Number six, improve the condition of others at all costs. Number seven, engage people versus explaining everything. Don't overtalk, um, overdraw in. <laughs> Okay, number eight, cheer others on with everything you've got. I watch people online post things based on their personal performance or personal vendettas. They're manipulative, they're passive aggressive. I'm like, listen, you should never post from your emotions, by the way. You should never show up online based on what's happening in your real life. That shows weakness, not strength. 
You need to show up in your best, in your excellence. We'll go back to that. Number nine, daily reflection. What do I need to keep doing, start doing, stop doing? And number 10, understand this. Every 30 days, okay? Every 30 days, I, I encourage you to put this into play, but I guarantee you 30 days you're going to have a result. So what I want you to do every single day is build a result worth celebrating. Build a result worth celebrating. Every single day for the next 30 days, achieve one thing that you've got to celebrate at the end of the night, okay? With a high five, a cheer, a phone call from a friend, a dance party, a dinner out, whatever it is. I guarantee you if you can impress yourself every single day for 30 days, there is no human that is going to be without progress. Now we're doing this in my mastermind right now, or my win on repeat, my annual membership, okay? I'm having posts in just nine days in of people who have massively improved their condition. They have gotten many more leads. They've gotten many more sales. Their family life's improved. Their, their personal mindset for nine days of this. They're nine days ahead of you. 30 days. There's no one who participates in these 10 that they won't create more progress in their life. If you focus on a goal for 30 days and everything you do affecting positive change in your life, it sounds like fluff, but I guarantee you it's financial. It's progress, it's results, it's growth. And the harder you work on it and the more serious you take it, the better you can. Today was titled, Unlocking Triumphant Results. Unlocking Triumphant Results. I want you to expect excellence from yourself. Expect it, take nothing less. Because in the end, if you don't impress yourself, you'll never impress anyone else. I know this life is not about others, but I guarantee you, what I build and what I work to build, what I've learned from life is this, right? Like we don't get to keep anything. It's not coming with us. But what I have built are the things that no one can take away from me. No one can take my strong mind, no one. It's a house that can't be taken. No one can take the love I have for humans the grace I am able to give, my ability to push and force people forward and be a better version of myself. And how I am talking to you, I want you to understand, this is how I'm talking to myself. I have so much to grow and change, but I will guarantee you I love people, I love progress, and I'm addicted to impact. And I want you to learn the lessons that I teach myself every single day. I love y'all so much. I love talking to you on Instagram, and I'm telling you, if you send me these messages, okay, or you're welcome to email me, let me know your goal. Let me know your commitments of these 10 for the next 30 days. Biggest results gets a big win. I'll give you a choice of things to choose from. I'll get to know you a little bit, see how I can help, or see who I can connect you to if you'd rather work with someone I know. I, I just want, to un I want you to understand, you guys are here, you're showing up, you deserve a little give back, but I want you to impress yourself for the next 30 days and let us know how the leaders can help you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, who's feeling ready? What's the one? Maybe some of you guys who are on here, some of, some of you leaders, some of you moderators can say what's the one you're going to work on the most in the next 30 days. I would love to hear it. And don't forget to see me in New York because if you do this and you're in New York, I'm going to hang out with you more. Hello, Danelle. It's Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. I'm with you, girl. I'm with you. I, I love have, it. You're going to be in New York, right? I have my free already. Huh? <laughs> You're going to be in New York, right? I am. I am. Yes. I am. Yes, yes, yes. So, Very good. Yeah. So I'll email you, okay? Perfect. Uh, my, I can't wait. My three. Okay, love. Thank you. Be blessed, You're, hon. 
<laughs> you too. All right, anybody else? Come on, let me hear you. Hey, Danelle, this is Alpha too. You know it's one of my excellent songs. Thirty yes. days. I was I was folding the towel when you said I refolded the towel. It wasn't good enough. I had to start <laughs> right there. Simple thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. Our personal, our personal standards. Yeah. Michael, I see you. Yeah. I'm going to say this to now I'm going to work on engaging versus explaining and inviting instead of inviting, I'm going to engage and I'm going to cheer more people on and I'm going to reflect more daily. So those are awesome. And I'm all in. I love it. I love it. Let's like make this result haven that we, we have, we are just crushing it. All right, keep going. What I got, I see you. Lolita, Tamara, get on in here. Hey, yes. Hey, this was so good. I was in BJ's just trying to listen and not move the cart, but I am all in. So the one I'm going to focus in, in on is um, setting three simple goals to get toward my goal. I am all in for the writing you, letting you know all of the specifics and can't wait to make this bigger, better, bolder. Thank you so much. Today was awesome. Love it. Love it. Look at if you guys notice the champions are setting new goals. The champions are working in attack. Right. Danelle Delgado. You just unlocked in my mind. It didn't even mean to. I'm sure. I know you meant to. But you didn't mean to. But I <laughs> you just unlocked something that's been right in front of me this entire time. And so I am going to generate seven figures in recurring income additional in the next 30 days. Yes. Let's yes. go. Yes. Somebody just had a Let's go, nice meeting Let's go. with Danelle. <laughs> Glenn Lundy, I'm holding you to it. You deserve nothing less. You deserve even more and we're going to do it. Whatever you need, you let me know. Woo. Look at these are iron sharpens iron conversations, right? Just take what you can, all of you, right? I, I want to make sure that nobody takes these things and, and feels bad about themselves or poorly. Like I think a lot of times when I was coming up in the world, uh, still, still once in a while, when you're running with hustlers, you sometimes take a look and you're like, man, I didn't know that. Why did I do that? Why haven't I done that? There's no time for that. That's decline. Nothing is neutral. So I want to encourage you to start where you are and progress. Start where you are and commit. It will get better every single time you run a 30-day run or a 90-day run or whatever you want. When you do 30 days a couple times, then your muscles and your stamina is built for your will to do 90. So I just want to be in it with you. I want you guys progressing at a rate you're impressed with. And um, just an honor. Glenn, thank you for having me here on Tuesday. Anyone else want to chime in? We got one minute. Hey, Janelle, TM Hyman, I will jump in. I am writing it down and I'm growing my mental armor. This has been absolutely unbelievable. Um, one one thing a day versus focusing on a five thing, one thing a day. Um, man, I'm writing it down and growing that armor. Thank you so much. You are the best, TM, and I'm done. I love it, TM. I can't wait to see your results, man. 30 days, let's just... Let's just work on that, right? Let, let's work on becoming unignorable in 30 days because of how we've committed to ourselves. That's the bomb. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand it back over to the one, the only Glenn Lundy, who's about ready to crush his 30 days. Indeed, 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 indeed. That was the one and only Janelle Delgado. Yes, Danelle. Woo-hoo!
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I'm here to tell you, man, Danelle via Clubhouse is a firecracker. Danelle in real life is the bomb. Plain and simple. She's the bomb, dude. She's the bomb. So you have to join us in New York City. You have to join us in New York City at the Listening and Beyond Summit. All right? So go to Listening and Beyond. I'm sorry, listening. Labsummit.club. Labsummit.club. Sarah, don't get mad at me. I got the right one. In the end, I got the wrong, the right one. Labsummit.club. Or just message me. DM me the word summit and I'll send you the details. You can use the code CHAMPIONS10 to save 10%. But we are going to be in New York City. Now, I have been a part of a lot of events. I'm actually keynoting an event here in about six hours. I've been in a part of a lot of events. This one is unique and different and special. It is New York City post-COVID, celebrating our independence and our freedom. It is going to be lit. The energy of the connections that we've made here on Clubhouse has no choice, no choice, but to transfer into that room, into that summit, into the big party that we're going to have in a million Yes, sir. Like, it is going to be off the charts. You have a tremendous opportunity to reinvent your dealership today, right now, and to not take advantage of it would mean that everything that you just went through and are going through was in vain. How about instead we build something new like Kevin did in Virginia who was up 37% in April, or Mike in Wyoming who was up 90% in April, or Bob in Kentucky who broke a 60-year record this past January. All of these dealers join the 800% Club and together we continue to win. Listen, I've done this before. I've helped build a monster dealership from the inside out and now I want to build one with you. You and your team deserve it. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. This is a really, I, I know it sounds crazy, but this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Once we start going to some more conferences and some things like that, they're all gonna be great. I'm holding one in November, it's gonna be great. But this one in New York City is gonna have what we call energetic magic. All of this pent up hey. energy, right, Danelle? Energetic magic. So we need you, maybe that's your goal. Maybe like, you're, you know what, my goal is, I am going to be in New York City with Danelle Delgado, Glenn Lundy, Dave Kirchin, Sarah McCord, and all the rest. Maybe that's the goal. I don't Darian know. Sanders. And Darian Sanders, who's going to be performing there as well. You don't want to miss it. New York City, July 29th and 30th. Message me for details. Danelle, always phenomenal. Truly, I'm not messing around. You unlock something. It's like you. we have these blind spots sometimes. And you helped me to see, like, I, I don't know why. I was, I'll be honest, I was in the shower, Danelle, listening to your voice while I was showering. And it just unlocked, <laughs> it just unlocked something. I was like, oh, it's right there in front of you, Glenn Lundy. And so I'm going to go get it. And I am grateful for you once again. And I hope that the rest of you had some shower moments today as well. Uh, with that said, this is Breakfast for Champions, Main Air Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. Today, we've been talking about how to unlock those triumphant results 
that exist inside of you. And so we're going to continue this conversation. We are here Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. We're here from 6 to noon on Saturdays. And then we have the fabulous Club 111 led by Darian Sanders on Sundays at 111 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you mark your calendars for that. Darian leads worship in that. He's an incredible singer, Broadway performer. The He is... <laughs> you might get mad at me. He is Simba for the Lion King on Broadway. We're putting that out into the universe. He is Simba, right? Darian, did you leave? Are you still here? Did he leave? I'm going to kill him. But he is Simba for Lion King on Broadway, and he'll be performing on those on Sunday as well as in New York City. So do me a favor. Hit the plus sign. We're not done yet. We got one more hour with the fabulous Jen Gottlieb and Chris Winfield. So we got one more hour. Hit the plus sign, bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Invite your friends, your family members, people you like, people you don't like. Get them all in the room because I do believe if you can change the way you start your day, it'll make a massive impact in your life. And that's what Breakfast for Champions is all about, offering people an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in on those conversations with those that are doing some of the things you know you can do and reach some of those levels you know you can reach. So get your friends in the room. Connect with other people in the room. Follow the person to your left, to your right, above you, and below you. It'll enhance your experience and just might transform your life. I'm going to hand the mic over. Jen Gottlieb, Chris Winfield, I love you. I will hopefully see you guys in New York City. Hell yeah. Glad yes. we live here. Of course you're going to see us in New York City. Yes. You better text me up. right when you arrive. I will. I will indeed. I cannot freaking wait to hug Chris. Like, it'll be <laughs> nice to hug you too, Jen. <laughs> I've got to get my arms around freaking Chris, man. I got to hug that beautiful man. That's right. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to see everybody in real life. New York City is beautiful right now. It is coming alive like like we've never seen before. It's really amazing. So, I mean, if you're like on the fence of coming out here, I mean, I'm just looking at this event for the first time. It looks so unbelievably dope. So, I mean, Chris and I will be there if we can be there, but either way, we'll be around. We'll be whatever we can be at. Connect with us because we live here. And if you want to meet up, um, we're here. So yeah, go to this event. I mean, who want, would ever want to miss Glenn Lundy and Danielle Delgado on a stage speaking? I mean, you're just like, it doesn't, it, well, Lita's flashing her mic. I know, I know. Okay, so I don't want to miss that. So I will be there. Chris will be there. All right. I, I'm just really, really excited about this day. It is a beautiful day. And I'm just looking at my little friend, my like, I, I just imagine um, your little pictures of you guys being in real life. So I'm looking at Paulette and Lolita and Barbara and Dr. Rowe and Alpha Six and Michael. And I just feel like you guys are my friends in my head. And, um, and it's just such a good, beautiful feeling to have to come on to Breakfast with Champions and get to just be here with you for the hours. So I'm unbelievably grateful and really quick, I want everybody to just unmute, do me a favor and give a big happy birthday to Chris Winfield because his birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Sorry, Chris, I had to. I had happy to. <laughs> Let's go, Chris. All right. Um, so Chris is, I'm going to be taking over this hour. Chris is going to be sitting and listening because we have, you know, talk about 30 days, Danelle. I, I love, I love, I love um, that we're setting 30 day goals. We've got some really big 
big, big, big 30 day goals. We're launching all new stuff. Um, so stay tuned for us, but Chris is working hard on that while I come here and rep on breakfast with champions. And, um, and I, I have a really, 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 really important conversation that I want to have today. And, I, and, uh, Danelle, you'll be proud of me. I mapped this out. I wrote it all out this morning. Um, when I, when I asked God, I asked the universe, I said, you know, tell me what, what to talk about on breakfast with champions today. What, what do people need? How can I serve? And the immediate thing that came to me was, was something that I've actually been struggling with. And, and I, I just started uh, brain dumping onto the page. And I don't know if what you guys have, what your strategy is for coming up with content or coming up with things to talk about or things to write or really channeling. Um, and I do this thing called um, like stream of conscious writing or um, the artist way calls it morning pages where you just write and you just uh, let go of any insecurities, any noise in your mind. You don't judge what you're writing down. You just let your hand go. And you just say, I'm just going to write, even if it's the same word over and over and over and over and over again. And I'll do that for like three or four pages. And then all of a sudden things will start to come out. And usually the things that start to come out are the things that are really on my heart, that are really there. And something that I've noticed that I struggled with for specifically the past couple of weeks and, and on my calls with our community, we have several communities, um, several other people have been telling me that they've struggled with this. And then I, I thought back even more and a lot of like the really high level, badass boss entrepreneurs that I know and talk to on a regular basis, tell me that they struggle with this. And it's really like a, something that we don't talk about a lot and I want to bring it to light. And as I did morning pages this morning, I did the thing that we've talked about here on Breakfast with Champions. I, uh, I did some self-coaching on myself. I took myself away from myself and I'm like, what would I tell myself to do in this, in this, uh, in this situation? And I came up with, with, with a pretty dope framework and I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to incorporate this into my life. And I have to share this on Breakfast with Champions. I have to, I'm responsible to, um, or it would be irresponsible not to. Because if I'm struggling with this, I guarantee that there are other people that are struggling with it too. And I just came up with what I think will be an amazing answer to this situation. So what I'm going to talk about today, and, and I want you guys to be real with me and honest and open because I'm gonna be super vulnerable right now. Like I'm gonna be vulnerable <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you um, something that, that I struggle with. And, and that is the social media scroll and the comparisitis that comes with that. Can you guys flash your mic if that resonates with you just when I say those words? I'm not even going to get into it. The social media scroll and the comparisitis that comes with that. I'm seeing Tamara. I'm seeing Kelsey. Um, I'm seeing Monica and I'm seeing Lolita and totally cool if it doesn't. Uh, this is something that, that, that I notice that I do. And a, a lot of my friends notice that they do too, but it's more of a private conversation, you know, that we say like, oh God, I just, I just realized I was scrolling on my phone for an hour and I didn't even realize I was doing it for an hour. And now I feel worse than when I started and there was no intention behind it. I was just scrolling. I wasn't paying attention to what I was looking at. And now all of a sudden, before I got on my phone, I felt great about myself. I loved all the things that I was doing. And now I'm feeling like, oh, I need to do it this way. I need to look this way. My home needs to look this way. I need to do my programs this way. And all of a sudden, I'm comparing myself to other people. And I really liked myself an hour ago. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what, what is going on? Where are all these limiting beliefs and comparison coming from? And now I feel worse than when I started. And not only did that put into my brain and my subconscious and into my, my vortex of myself, 
all of these limiting beliefs that I didn't even have before, but it also wasted an hour of my life. I'm like, where did that hour go? I could have been doing so much more stuff, but I got stuck in this rabbit hole of scrolling mindlessly of things that do not do anything for me. If anybody else has had this situation, please flash your mic and let me know that you're with me where you, you know, lost in Monica, you're with me. Okay. Kelsey's with me too. All right, cool. So I'm not alone in this. And, uh, and so I was like, all right, Jen, you know, you, you really need to, you know, we remember that like our emotions are created by the thoughts that we think, right? So our emotions, like feeling, feeling gratitude that comes from the thoughts that we think we start to think about things that we're grateful for. And then all of a sudden we can initiate that feeling of gratitude, right? Same thing goes for, for anger, right? So our emotions, that anger, that anger emotion comes from maybe thinking the thought that makes us angry, thinking, looking at something, listening to something, thinking that thought and that creates our emotions. And our thoughts are created by the environment that we choose to surround ourselves with. What you focus on expands. And, and I really highlighted the word choose because at the end of the day, we do get to choose the things that we surround ourselves with if we really get intentional about it. We can't necessarily choose what happens when we step outside into the world and what flies at us, but we can choose what's on our phone. We can choose what's in our home. We can choose what we put on our television. We can choose what we decide to consume and we can choose the people that we surround ourselves with. And you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with, you guys. You are, think about it. Think about the five people that you talk to the most. I am the most like the five people that I talk to the most. Same thing goes for the five people that you follow the most on social media, the content that you consume. What are you consuming? So let's take control over what we choose to look at, how we spend our time on social media so that we can use it to create and connect, which is the purpose of it when you really get down to the bottom of it, instead of compare and despair, right? Because comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. I'll say it again. Comparison is the thief of joy because anytime you start to compare yourself or what you have to what other people have and what you don't have compared to what you think other people have, because let's be real, what you, what people have is not necessarily what they have on social media, right? Let's be real. And, and that's great. And that's fine because social media is a space for people to create a brand for themselves, right? And to put out whatever they want to put out to be able to sell a, pro, a product or inspire people or influence people or whatever it's there for. There's a lot of really great things, but really at the end of the day, when we start comparing ourselves to others, we forget about what we have and what makes us joyful. So I, I put together this, this little framework and I, I titled it, this was literally all this morning as I brain dumped and coached myself. I said, Jen, what do you need? What do you need to do right now? If someone came to you and they said that they were stuck in this and they were scrolling and they were losing time doing it and they found themselves comparing themselves to others and it was bringing them down, keeping them stuck, what would you tell them? And so I wrote down how to stop the scroll, eliminate comparisitis and use social media to create instead of compare. So I invite you, if you are experiencing this in your life or know someone that experiences this in their life, invite them to this or get out a pen and a paper and start to write stuff down because um, I, I'm loving this and I, I would really, really love for you guys to implement these steps that I came up with and then come back to me and tell me if it helped you. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. 
Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Because if you're here at Breakfast with Champions, you are a creator. You are someone that is inspiring others. You are someone that has the power to lift other people up. You are someone that has the power to create unbelievable amounts of impact on this planet. And if you are spending your time, even an hour of that time that you could spend creating something to help someone else, if you're spending that time just mindlessly looking at shit that brings you down, you are not fulfilling your responsibility on this planet and you're just, you're, you're not, you're not serving at your highest potential. And I know that every single person on Breakfast of Champions has so much potential to serve on such a high level. So I feel like I have to share this. So let's dive in. So let me see who's with me really quick. You know, I always do this pulse check and I want to see because flash, Mike flashes is all I got. So flash your mic if you're with me, if you're here, I got TM in the house. I see him, I see Lauren, I see Kelsey, I see Jess, Tamara, Michael, Alita, amazing. Okay, so number one, right? You need to know the who, what, when, where, and why of your social media experience. And I'm specifically talking about social media because let's get real, that is the number one place where we start to sit around and compare ourselves to other people and get lost in the scroll and waste a lot of time. So you need to know the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. Let's start with the who. Who are you following? Who are you following? I looked at the people and the, and the stuff and the, the accounts that I follow on Clubhouse, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on TikTok. And I'm like, wait, why am I following some of these people? Who are you following? Why are you following them? Do all of the accounts that you follow make you feel good? Do they inspire you? Do they entertain you? Do they educate you? When was the last time you did an audit on who you are taking information from and spending time consuming their information? Is this someone that you want to be like? Is this someone that you want to learn from? Or is this someone that you want to be inspired by? If not, if it's somebody that brings you down or every time you look at their stuff, it, it, it triggers maybe an emotion like what Danelle Zagata was talking about earlier. It triggers a bad emotion in you. First of all, ask yourself, why does this trigger a bad emotion in me? Is it because this is something that I want to do? And we'll talk about that later because you can use that as fuel. You can use that as energy to move you forward. And you could use that as a great example of what's possible for you. But, or is this someone that is just talking smack that like is not something that I need to surround myself with or sharing things that are negative or sharing a victim mindset or a mindset of scarcity that I really don't need to be putting into my system. Do an audit of who you follow. And guess what guys, Instagram specifically has this amazing button that is called the mute button. So you don't have to unfollow the person. They don't have to have the drama of seeing that you unfollowed them because I know we've got some family members or people or friends that we just don't want to know them to know that we unfollowed them, right? Because that'll cause more harm than good. You can just press mute. You can mute their story and you can mute them from your feed so that when you open up your feed, you do not see them. So who are you following? Do an audit and make sure that every single person that you are following on Clubhouse, on Instagram, on Facebook is somebody that lifts you up is somebody that you can learn from, is somebody that if for some reason you open up your Instagram to go create something and you see their post, it is going to make you feel good. All right, let's go to the what. The who, we got the who, 
Now we go to the what. What do you want to achieve from your time that you are spending on social media in that moment? So you don't have to go all big and high level. Let's go micro. In that moment, when you're opening up your phone and you are going onto Instagram, so many times my thumb just like goes over onto Instagram by itself. I don't even know how it does it. And I just open it and before I know it, I'm stuck in the scroll. What if we got super intentional about what we wanted to achieve from that 15 minutes, half an hour, however long you're going to spend? So there are one, two, three, four. There are four main things that you can, you can do on social media, right? So it could fit into one of these four buckets. Education, inspiration, entertainment, or connection. Which one is the what in that moment? Get intentional, set your intention. You can even say, okay, I'm going on social media for this 15 minutes. It's in my calendar. We're going to talk about that later, but I set it in my calendar for 15 minutes. I'm going to go on and I'm going to be entertained because I need 15 minutes of entertainment. And now since you've done the audit of who you follow, you know that there are going to be people in your social media or accounts in your social media or people on Clubhouse or rooms in Clubhouse that just truly entertain you and lift you up with that entertainment and is good, healthy entertainment. And you can go in there for 15 minutes and be entertained. Or you could say, okay, I'm going to spend these 15 minutes and I'm going to go in and I'm going to use it for connection. That's my intention. I'm going to go in and I'm going to actually DM people that I want to connect with, or I'm going to comment on their amazing content. And I'm going to write thoughtful comments. And I'm going to connect with humans or I'm going to spend these 15 minutes and I'm going to go educate myself. So I'm going to go to the accounts that I know educate me and I'm going to go learn about what they have to say. And I'm going to write some notes down and I'm going to write some takeaways down. I'm actually going to use my 15 minutes for education. So know what it is that you are doing on social media for that time. What is your what are you doing using it for education, inspiration, entertainment or connection? Okay. So we've got the who, we've got the what. Now let's go to the when. When are you using social media? Are you using it just whenever? Are you walking down the street like I do sometimes and just pulling it up at a red light because I'm in New York City and like I can't be bored for more than one second. So if I'm at a red light, I pull up my social media. No. Are you using it when you're at the dinner table with your family? Are you using it when you're just like sitting around or when you're doing work and you want to numb yourself from maybe something, a fire that you need to put out that you don't want to put out at that moment. So you open up your clubhouse or you open up your Instagram and you waste time just to scroll mindlessly. When are you using it? Again, we want to be intentional about the time that we spend because if we use it to create and we use it to connect and we use it to inspire or educate or get educated or get inspired, then we want to actually schedule it into our calendar. Right? So go look at your calendar and put in your social media experience, right? Plug it in. When is a time? And so if you use, if you put it in a container and you say, I can only open up my phone and scroll intentionally at this time, you're going to save so much time, you guys. Every single time I do this, when I'm like, all right, I'm, only, I'm not even taking my phone. I'm only going to use my phone for an hour. I'm like, where? I have so much more time than I even ever imagined. But normally I'm like, wait, well, I don't have enough time to do anything. But when I'm specific and strategic and prioritize my time and meaning putting our social media time in a bucket or in a container of time from one to two, I'm doing my social or from one to two, I'll do social media. And then from all, then from four to five, I'm going to do social media. And that's a lot of time. But then think about all the rest of the hours throughout the day when you're not going to be spending a minute here or a minute there or five minutes here or five minutes there. 
how much time you will save. So when do you use it? Let's mark out in our calendars when we're going to be intentional about that time. All right, let's go to the where. Where are you using it and not using it? This is so important. I think that we should create no scroll zones in our home. And Chris, just so you know, I'm gonna have no scroll zones. If, you, if I'm on my couch, especially like with Chris's daughter when we're watching movies, I'm gonna make it a no scroll zone. My scroll zone or my, or my Instagram or my clubhouse or my Facebook use is going to be in my chair on my desk, uh, next to my desk, in my work zone. Because then I'm gonna know that every single time I open up that phone to use social media, it's gonna be intentional for a purpose, for a what, with a when, with a why, right? It's intentional. So it's always moving me forward. And if you want it to be intentional, you have to have an intentional space or environment for that time to be spent. Not when I'm, you know, spending time with my family or at the dinner table or at a restaurant, only when I'm sitting at my desk in my chair. So set aware for your scrolling, for your social media use. Let's go into the most important piece. The last one, the why. The most important W, why are you using Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook? Why? Why are you either creating on there or why are you consuming? So let's get micro. Let's get micro. Not big picture why. Let's go into that moment that you are using it, right? So we've got our when, we've scheduled it in, we've got our 15 minutes that we're going to sit down, we've got our what. All right, are what, so what are we doing there? Are we, ed are we using it for education? Are we using it for inspiration? Are we using it for entertainment? Are we using it for connection? Now, if we go deeper into our why when we're creating content, what is our intention there? Are we educating people? Are we inspiring people? Are we entertaining people? Are we connecting with people? Are we enrolling people into our products, our program? Are we selling something? That's okay. Or are we researching? That's another why that we could have. But you need to know your why or you were just aimlessly scrolling. And when we aimlessly scroll, we tend to compare. And then we tend to go down that comparisitis trap, right? Where we start to compare, compare ourselves to other people. But if we have an intentional why, why am I here? Am I impacting people while I'm here? Am I connecting with people while I'm here? Am I, am I teaching people something? How am I serving or how am I serving myself in this moment? What is my why? Because if we go into anything with no why, we lose our power and we start to be reactive and we start to compare and we start to get stuck and we lose a lot of time. Intention is key. So know your why. All right, I'm going to go through them. Really, You got your what, your when, your where, your why. And your who, we forgot about the who, who are you following? So we're gonna do an audit. So that's, that's all step one, guys. That was all still under step one. Know the who, what, when, where, and why of your social media input, right? That's how we're gonna stop the scroll, eliminate comparisitis, and use social media to create instead of compare. It, by the way, if you're just, if you're just logging in now uh, to Breakfast with Champions, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about comparisitis. We're talking about the mindless scrolling that we spend our time doing. And before you know it, there an hour goes by and you have no idea what you just did, but you feel worse than when you got on. We're going to take control over that by using the W's, the who, what, when, where, and why. And then I've got th three more steps for you. 
Are you guys, are you guys feeling me? Let me do a pulse check. Flash your mics if you're feeling me, if you're here with me right now for this. Michael's in the house. Okay, cool, Jess. All right, good. Chris is with me, uh, even though he's working on some stuff. Anita, great. Okay, number two. This is, this is really, really, really good because sometimes I will open up social media or get caught in my scroll simply because I forget like the other stuff that I know that I like to do and need to do. And so I need that, that I can use instead of that, that could actually move me forward. So I want y'all to create in your phone, in your notes, in your phone, because I want it to always be on your phone handy for you in other stuff to do list. And it doesn't necessarily mean your goals for your life and all of the, the, it could be, it could be the big goals. It could be your 30 day goals that Danelle had you set. It could be all those things, but it also could just be stuff that you've always wanted to do. Maybe there's a podcast that, you know, oh, when I get around to it, I'll listen to that podcast. How many of you have a podcast that you're like, when I get around to it, I'll listen to it. And it's just sitting there and you haven't done it yet because like, oh, you know, it got away from me. But what if instead of opening up Instagram, and mindlessly scrolling with no intention, no who, what, when, where, or why, you opened up that podcast and you're like, oh, I could actually listen to this podcast now for the next 20 minutes. Or maybe there's a book that you've always wanted to read, but you never have time to read it. When your thumb wants to go to Instagram to mindlessly scroll, what if you went to your, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to my other stuff to-do list. And you're like, oh shit, I remembered I wanted to read that book. Read a chapter of the book instead. Or, oh my gosh, you know what? I've been meaning to call that person. That's on your other stuff to do list, right? I, I want to call my mom. I haven't spoken to her in, in four weeks. What? Uh, yeah, four weeks. That's a long time. Hopefully we've all spoken to our family members in more than four weeks, but I haven't spoken to this person in a while. Maybe I should touch base with them. So sometimes we forget the other stuff that we have to do. And if we have that list of other stuff that we could do instead of mindlessly scrolling social media, we can open it up and we can go do one of those things instead, right? Maybe it's even online shopping. I'm serious. Like another, maybe cause maybe you do just want to mindlessly do something and that's okay. That's healthy. Oh, we need someone to mic. Someone's got a hot mic. Let's mute. I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, I hear your. Is oh, that the, uh, the, I think the, the flushing toilet won the clubby, won the clubby award for the most craziest sound on clubhouse. <laughs> I think that's what that was, right? Glenn? I think that's what that was right there. <laughs> it wasn't Grant, oh was it? Glenn? <laughs> Oh my gosh. It was a flushing toilet. I'm all about it. Um, that's the one place that we're usually on our phones the most, you guys, right? Is on the toilet. So maybe is, that a, cool. is that a scroll zone? Or are we that is. That's a, you guys, that should be a dedicated scroll zone. I think it can be, <laughs> but I, but I want y'all to use your, it could be aware. It could be aware, but maybe open up your other stuff to do list before you start to scroll when you're on the toilet. And because there are other more productive things that we could be doing if it's not in your specific time that you're setting aside for your social media, right? So maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a book, maybe it's connecting to somebody, maybe it's, um, maybe, maybe it's creating a content. So this is one of my favorite things to do. When my thumb wants to go to scroll or to just mindlessly look at things, what if instead, I, instead of doing that, I decided to create something? And instead of opening Instagram, I opened up my notepad in my phone and I wrote a post, right? I wrote something. I wrote out a list of things that I could talk about on Clubhouse. I wrote out a list of people that I wanna connect with. Make a list of other stuff that you can do instead of scrolling mindlessly. All right, that's number two. Number three. The no, this, this, this I've talked about 
lots of times on on uh, on Clubhouse. But I have to mention it in this list because it is the most powerful thing that I use whenever I go down the rabbit hole of comparing myself to other people or whenever I get stuck in imposter syndrome or whenever I want to open up my phone and numb out because maybe I feel like I'm not good enough to do something that I'm about to create. And that's my badass list. And if you are hearing the badass list for the first time, listen up, get out your pen and a paper or your notes in your phone. And at the top, you're gonna write my badass list. Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not gonna regret it. See you there. All of those limiting beliefs that come into our space, because they do, because we're humans. We open up that badass list and we read it out loud. But here's the key, you guys. You read it out loud as if you're reading it about somebody else. Read it out loud as if you're reading it about someone that maybe you're comparing yourself to. And then be impressed with that person. Take a moment and marvel at that person. Holy crap, that person did that? That person made seven figures in residual income in 30 days? Wow. If that per if, and wait a minute, that person's me? Huh. Oh wow, if I could do that, then I could do absolutely anything that I'm scared to do. Any imposter syndrome will start to fade away. And any comparisitis, that situation, that comparisonitis, whatever you want to call it, you comparing yourself to other people, will also start to fade away because you're going to say, you know what, that person's amazing. And you're going to start to find gratitude for that person. And you're going to start to celebrate that person instead of comparing yourself to that person because you're going to be like, you know what, I'm doing pretty good too. And then you're going to be able to do what Danelle Delgado said so beautifully in one of her steps to celebrate the people that you're comparing yourself to instead of comparing yourself to them. And that brings me to my final step, step four, which is use your FOMO as fuel. So many times we use FOMO or fear of missing out or that feeling of like when you're scrolling or you see somebody in the media or you see someone on TV or you see someone speaking on a stage or you see someone on Clubhouse, and you're like, oh God, I wish that was me. And you start comparing and you start going down the rabbit hole of not feeling good about yourself. What if you started to use that as fuel instead, right? Like, and you flipped it around and you thought, oh my gosh, this is just proof that I can do it too. They are paving the way. Thank God for this person. I am so grateful for this person because they are showing me what I want. They're also showing me what's possible. They're leading the way. They're showing me how to do what I want to do. So maybe I should pay attention. Maybe I should put this person on my who list for my Instagram scrolling so that I can use this person as inspiration and research, not to make me feel bad about myself, but to inspire me and to educate me on how I can do what I want to do because they are leading the way. Celebrate those people, flip it around for yourself, use it as fuel to show you what's possible. And instead of saying, oh my God, I wish I was like that or that person, oh God, I can't watch that person anymore because they're bringing me down because they're doing what I wanna do or they, got, they stole my idea. What if we switched it around and said, oh wow, I'm gonna celebrate the shit out of that person because that person is leading the way for me. And if people want what that person's got, they definitely want what I've got too. What if I went even further and I connected with that person and I made that person one of my mentors 
there's been so many people in my life that I used to look at and FOMO over and be like, God, I wish I could be like them that have now turned into my greatest mentors, greatest friends, greatest inspiration. And they've helped me build what I've built today because I flipped it around. And now I celebrate those people. Oh my gosh, I celebrate so hard. And, and when Danelle was saying, what's your biggest takeaway? What's the thing that you're going to do? I'm just going to lean into celebrating people more and more and more and more and more because at the end of the day, that is the key to creation. Celebrating other people and lifting other people up will lift you up at the same time and will inspire you to create. So let me do a quick review of what we just talked about because I think it was pretty powerful as I talked about it and listened to it myself because I'm always going to take in what what I'm what I'm putting out because usually I always I always truly believe that the content that we create for other people is really content that we need for ourselves. So this is you guys how to stop the scroll, eliminate comparisonitis and use social media to create instead of compare when we get trapped in that comparison. So number 1, you're going to know the who, what, when, where and why. Why are you doing that social media experience in that moment that you're using it? Why are you using it for education, inspiration, entertainment, connection? Are you using it to enroll people in an idea? Are you using it to inspire people? Are you using it to research people? Are you using, what are you using it for? What is the reason? And every single time you open it, Decide, okay, what is my intention here? What is my intention? What am I using this for in this time? And you're going to do your when. You're going to put it in a container. When am I using social media throughout my day? Am I just mindlessly opening it up at any moment in time and wasting my time before I know it? I have no idea where the day went because I was just like, you know, looking at things. No, when? Set out a schedule. Okay, every day. Maybe it's even what we were talking about earlier, land on the toilet. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm on the toilet in the morning, that's my 10 minutes where I'm going to be entertained. That's my 10 minutes where I'm going to DM four people. Or that's my 10 minutes when I'm going to educate myself with my favorite people that I follow, right? Who are you following? Do an audit of who you follow. If there are people that do not serve you, mute them. Mute them. Unfollow them. Right? And then make sure that if there are people that you want to follow, that you're following them. Clubhouse, there are so many amazing people. And if you're not following them, you don't get to hear them speak. So make sure that you follow them and that you unfollow the people that bring you down. All right, we've got our where. Where are you using social media? Are you, are you finding yourself using it at the dinner table with your family? Are you finding it using it? Are you finding yourself using it when you're sitting on the couch watching movies with your family instead of engaging and watching the movies and being there and being present or playing board games or doing whatever you're doing or on a walk, you're actually looking at your phone or checking your Instagram or checking your Facebook? Where? Create a no scroll zone. No scroll zone. And then also create a zone where it's okay to scroll or it is okay to be intentional to do your who, what, when, where, and why in that space. So maybe it's your desk in your office, put, and, and you can only do it in that space. And then you've got your why. Why are you using it, right? We already talked about that. You're gonna create number two, you're gonna create an other stuff to do list in your phone so that you always have something else to do. So you always have something else to do. So there's never an excuse. You're never like, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to open up Facebook. I'm just going to open up YouTube. I'm just going to open. No, 
you have specific videos you've been wanting to watch that lift you up and educate you. You have specific podcasts that you've been wanting to listen to. You've got a book that you've been always wanting to read. So instead of opening up social media for absolutely no reason, you're going to open up a book and read a chapter. There's people you've been meaning to call, you've been meaning to text. You never get around to it. Okay, well, instead of scrolling, you've got your other stuff to-do list, and you're going to go into that list, and you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I forgot. I needed to connect with this person. I've been meaning to. Let's do that instead. Okay? Number three, you're going to go look at your badass list. If you're not feeling so hot, if you caught yourself in the scroll and you did it and you messed up and you made a mistake, forgive yourself. It's okay. Open up your badass list and read your badass moments and remember how amazing you are and what you have to bring to this world. And then use that. And then use it to actually, instead of FOMOing over people, you guys, number four, or comparing yourself to people, use it to celebrate people. Use that FOMO as fuel. Look at the people who are doing what you want to do and be grateful for those people because they are showing you the way. They are show they're paving it out for you. Celebrate the shit out of them. Be grateful for them. Oh my God, I'm so grateful that the person exists because they are showing me A, what I want, what I desire, what I want to create. B, how to do it because they're doing it. Research that person. Follow that person. They're, they've done it before you. There's always going to be somebody that did what you want to do before you in some way, shape, or form. Those are your mentors. Be grateful that they've been put onto this planet. Use that FOMO, that jealousy, that envy, that comparison. Use it as fuel. You Be grateful and celebrate them. The more you can celebrate other people, the more you will create, right? We want to be on the, the creative plane. I don't know if anyone's read The Science of Getting Rich. It's one of our favorite books of all time. I highly, highly recommend it. The Science of Getting Rich, one of the best books. And it talks about being on the creative plane instead of the competitive plane. And if you're on the competitive plane, you will never be able to create. You can't be on both planes at once. So we're not here to compete. We're here to lift each other up. We're here to celebrate each other. And I love that Danelle gave me that beautiful layup. And, and that is going to be my goal for 30 days, Danelle. I told you just celebrating the shit out of people and thinking about how, how I can lift other people up, how I can celebrate more people, how I can put more people in the spotlight and how I can be grateful for more, um, for more people that I consider mentors in my life and share that with them and celebrate them. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. So that's it, you guys. That was my that was my download from the universe this morning as I did my morning pages and I did my brain dump and the self-coaching that I needed. And I hope, I truly hope that it helped you today and that you took some notes and that you will use it and that you will it will help you lessen the moments of scrolling aimlessly and so that you can use your power, your brilliance to impact people and to help people because you have that within you if you're here at Breakfast with Champions. So that's what I got, friends, and I want to open it up to questions, to comments, to takeaways from my people on the stage. Flash your mics if you'd like to share. I, I hear someone flashing, but I don't see them. Let me see. Oh, Tony Mo. Tony, Tony Mo. Mo. Let's go. 
Hey, I just want to say thank you for that. Um, I, I, I realize now that that's what I do. A lot of the times I pick up my phone and I'm stuck. Like I, I'll get to scrolling. So now that I'm aware, it'll be so much easier to just put the phone down and move forward. So thank you so much for all of these tips. You've been a great help. Appreciate you. Thank you, Tony Mo. Yeah, this is something I think that every human nowadays deals with. No, no matter how successful you are. And, and if you don't, um, DM me because I want to learn more about how to not. Um, and this is, I'm really going to focus in on this content even more and more and more um, because I, I think that it can really, really, really help not just me, um, but so many people and especially young people uh, nowadays with what's going on. So who else would like to unmute and share a takeaway? Hey, uh, we got oh, who is that? TM, TM. TM, thank what's up, TM? Thank you. What's good? What's good? Uh, thank you for the, the content and, and the um, and the transparency, right? Um, it's very unconscious, I think, for a lot of us. Very unconscious. Well, we'll write it off as entertainment. What you said, then it'll go like five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, hour, and it's wasted time. So I appreciate you keeping um, for us top of mind that, you know, it's energy that we can redirect, right? I mean, we should be creating and, and building, not, not stalking and strolling and and, and that could turn into trolling, right, <laughs> for some people. So thank you for the transparency. Uh, great content, TM. Thank you for that, DM. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Who else wants to share? Michael is, is flashing. Let's go, Michael. What's up? Hey, Jen. What's up? Hey. How are you? Um, so good. So, so good to see you, hear from you. Um, I'll just say this. For me, I, I, I when you were saying about you know, certain zones that we need to have, right? Like, um, like, I think we need to be super intentional about that. And I think the hardest things for us are the are the things that we need to say for, you know, um, I, I spoke at a conference uh, a couple weeks ago. And then this past weekend, um, I, I, I didn't, I, I got a chance to be with Jim quick, actually, uh, Jen this last weekend. Um, Jim was here in Orlando and I went and spent some time with him and, and we talked about that. We talked about things that, that how the mind deteriorates us to things to distract us from what we really need to be doing. And I think that you being vulnerable and then, you know, you guys, you and did, I mean, it's, it's how God made it. Danelle went and then you went and, and it just, I'm, I'm like ready to go. I was sitting, I, I was sitting, I usually go to the gym super early and today I got up and worked super early and now I'm getting ready to go. But I wanted to just say, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your vulnerability and thanks for challenging us. I learned, I'll finish with this. I learned from John Maxwell a couple years ago, I got to be in his mastermind and, um, and I had, it's a funny thing. I suppressed a lot of my childhood, Jen, and I, and I always thought that I knew John and I ended up, because I lived in an alcoholic father's home, I ended up going to John's church when I was a very small kid. Uh, when I was five years old, he created a church program that drove a, bu a blue bus through the neighborhood and it picked up kids. And I was one of those kids that he picked up. And then later on in life, he's now became one of my mentors. Um, and I, I think when we challenge ourselves to, when we're encouraging, like you said, you're going to start just encouraging the, you know, the, you know, what out of people. I think when we correct ourselves and we encourage ourselves, I think it goes a lot longer at us fulfilling the things that we're supposed to do. So thank you again for your share. You're, you're, a, you're a rock star. Love you, Chris, too. 
things, Michael. I always love hearing you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I, I really truly believe that vulnerability and uh, authenticity and transparency is the number one quality of a good leader. Um, so I try to be that every single day. And no matter if I feel like, oh man, people might be judging me um, or whatever, um, I think that if I'm feeling something, there's gotta be somebody out there that's feeling the exact same way as me. And it, it's my responsibility to bring that to light and show them that they're not alone. So who else to share? Terrence, are you flashing? No, maybe not. All right, we got Dora Maria. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for pointing out the who you're following because sometimes you start with a great intention of just, you know, connecting with people, motivating, and then you go down that rabbit hole and somewhere between that the line I guess gets blurred. And then you're like, no, this is still good. And then at some point it goes down that dark path and, and, and a lot of time goes down that path as well. So I appreciate that and, and, and definitely gonna be doing a more conscious um, just inventory of that. Cause I think sometimes we think we don't go down that path and you know, it, it's just the scrolling becomes addictive I think to a certain degree and um, we don't put it, it's unconscious most of the time. So that's something else that I will focus on as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 100%. Tony, what's up? Yeah, hey, Jen, that was amazing segment that you just shared with everyone. And, you know, to piggyback on what was just said, it's everybody just thinks about health as their what goes into their mouth. But the reality of it is, it's what goes into their eyes, their ears, the people they're spending time with. If you're watching news all the time, you're the news junkie. I know I've been a news junkie at different times. Um, and who it's not and, and it's who you're following on social media, who you're spending time with, you know, we've got to really protect our energy because there's plenty of energy uh, vampires, I guess is what the term that's out there is. So we just got to protect our energy and make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people that are lifting us up, inspiring us and pushing us to go higher and faster and further and get out of our comfort zone. Because if we're not, then we're ultimately playing small. So we've all got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and I just love your share this morning. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Tony. That means everything. Yeah, agreed. It's all about your input. The news is the exact same thing. Um, I, that's uh, Chris. Chris knows very well about the news. <laughs> uh, we try to um, really, really, really limit that. Kelsey, what's up, girl? Kelsey, and my fellow New Yorker. Hi. Can you? All right, you can hear me. Okay, cool. Um, so thank you so much for this. Uh, I really love this segment that you did because I think it's so important. People don't think about how we're idly picking up my, our phone because social media is so engulfed in our lives and we'll just do it now out of habit and people don't realize it. But I love what you brought up about the comparison because I feel like so many times and I find myself doing it too. I see the highlight reel of everybody's life. And I'm like, oh man, I want that. Why aren't I there? Why don't I have that? And we don't realize the struggle and everything that they've gone through in order to, to get to that point. And I see it happening with me, with my friends. And they're saying, oh, you're traveling, you're doing this, you're doing that. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't see the you know, 18 hour days that I put in in order to do this and to have my own company and all of that. So I love, 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 love that you brought that up. It is an amazing reminder, especially now with summertime when I'm stuck in the office and I see all my friends on the beach or on vacation. And I realize that I'm out there working for something bigger and stronger. So thank you so much for that reminder, Jen. Appreciate you. Always love your segment. And I can't wait to see you all in New York. 
thanks, Kelsey. Yes, let's go. It really is. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that there was a time in my life when it was the absolute worst rock bottom moment of my life. And ironically, if you this were to look at my social media at that time, you would think that I was like, I, I mean, I was very specific. This was years and years and years ago. This was like my rock bottom moment. But I made that Instagram and that Facebook and that that what I wanted my life to look like look like I was rocking out, like that everything was amazing and that I was, you know, you would have been like, oh my God, this girl's on a TV show. She's on Broadway. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's got this perfect boyfriend. Everything was crumbling. And I'm not saying that everybody does that. And, and I actually do think that, you know, it's really about who you follow, right? Um, making sure you follow people that are, you know, that you believe to be authentic and real. And, and that, that's always helpful to me. I love to, I don't really like to follow like perfect accounts because that tends to, that's like not that realistic. Um, but a lot of the time, what's going on behind closed doors is not necessarily what you see on social media. And that's okay. That's kind of what it, what it's for, right? Some accounts are for that to create uh, an experience, but just keep that in mind. It's a good reminder, Kelsey. Thank you. Who else would like to share? Alpha Six, what's up, buddy? Hi. Hey, what's going on? You, you know, someone had to do that as soon as I opened my mic. But, but um, you remember the show Cheers? How Norm would walk in and they would go, No! And there was this place that everybody went. And it didn't matter who they were or what they did during the day, they still were like one big thing when they got there. And when everybody was stuck at home, it felt like that here. There was a place where people met who out there in all the different silos never would have spoke to each other. Where everyday people, conversations with multimillionaires and billionaires and gozillionaires, and some of those things were fake, but a lot of them were real. And I think about all the people we met here. So sometimes when I see the scroll and everybody's out there, you see the silos going back and I say, man, there's a lot of great people who won't get a chance out there that got a chance in here. So I hope we don't forget that we were able to make magic right here when we go back out there. You know what I mean? That's what I see when I see the scroll. I love that. I love that so much. Um, thank you, Alpha Six. Wait, Tony, are you you're flashing too again? Or do you want to No, Maybe that was by accident. Who else yeah, that's like... me clapping, and then I uh, okay. was short one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's clap it up. Um, we've got Tash. Hi. Hi, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's a beautiful segment. I really appreciate all you poured onto us. Yeah, I um, I think you asked about a tip. So what I do, maybe because I'm very strong-willed, I just decide not to check my newsfeed. <laughs> that's Facebook. That is. I decided ages ago. I don't look at newsfeed. Um, I've gone for five months without checking my newsfeed. Uh, the only downside is I missed out on a very dear friend's passing, uh, living in America, because I'm in the, U the UK. So I didn't find out about it because it was posted on social on Facebook, and I didn't know until I saw a friend's uh, WhatsApp profile photo of her. I wondered what was the goal, what was going on, and I messaged them. That's when I heard the, the tragic news. So that's the only downside. You'll miss out on some information. But I just decide, just cold turkey, I don't check newsfeed. And I do the same for Facebook and Instagram. And um, and, and it's so easy for me to, to make that decision. So the only thing, I'll, uh, and another thing I wanted, um, I've learned, and thank you for, for the tips, is just um, 
the comparison thing i i struggle with comparison when i do check something i compare i just yeah whether they whatever they're doing whatever they've accomplished that one i struggle and obviously structure with my life but other than that the scrolling is yeah it's a it's a, it's a negative thing and i thought i suppose if even with a strolling you know you have that friend who always posts posts negative stuff you know i think that was one of the things the trigger points for me is i have a couple of friends who a handful of friends who is always complaining about something or about somebody or they had a fall they always seem to be the ones who have accidents they've broken their leg they've broken their toe they've broken their nail i don't know something so i just decided that's it i'm not i'm not <laughs> a broken nail that was funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah so with some of this, I thought, I'm staying out of this. I don't want to know. But yes, that's that's uh, hopefully that tip will help you. But the other stuff, I need help as well. The comparison. Mute those <laughs> Thanks, people. Thanks, Jen. It's that cracked Red me Red up. Red 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 I love that. Tash, you got to mute those people. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't need their victim mindset. We don't. We don't need them, Jen. <laughs> uh, and, and here's the thing. I... I for so long I was like oh my god I can't unfollow this person because then they're gonna see that I unfollowed them so the mute button it's magical and it'll say mute stories and feed or just mute feed just mute them and it's gonna change everything for you I'm telling you I've, I've been muting people I've been doing an audit of the people that I follow the people that I you know consume their content and I'm just muting and it, it's really really empowering and again we get to choose we get to this in, in this phone, this is our phone. We don't necessarily get to choose like when we walk outside, like what's going on, like if it's raining or snowing in our environment like that, but we get to choose our, our phone environment, right? And what we're putting into our brain, what we're putting into our ears or what we're seeing with our eyes. And all of that stuff affects our subconscious way of thinking. Do we want to be in a state of negativity, of victim mindset, of scarcity. You know, there's people that talk about that stuff all the time. Or do we want to just be surrounded by people that think the way that we want to think of abundance and positivity and love and celebration, right? Make do an audit of the people that you follow and make sure they're in alignment with how you want to show up in the world. I love that so much. Who else would like to share? Monica, what's up, Monica? Hey, I just wanted to share um, you know, just you was talking about how we just get lost in scrolling. For me, when I would get lost in it, my peak, my quiet time became too noisy for me. And that was just because of things that I've gone through, you know, some traumatic events that occurred that I didn't want to deal with it. So I would just scroll and just look at videos and and just become engulfed there and before you know it i spent like half my day there but i had to begin to get to a place where i welcomed the silence instead of running away from it so now that has turned a course and i want to sit in the silence i want to hear what's been saying as you said the who what when where why I want to feel and I want to understand what's going on with me. So, you know, maybe that helps someone else to understand, you know, why am I here? Why am I doing this while I'm scrolling through here in order to take those next steps in order to change that pattern? And thanks for letting me share here. Yes, that is such an important question to ask. Why do we need to numb out? Why can't we sit in the silence? What's really going on that we're scared of to think about? 
right? Like what's, what, often we don't let ourselves sit in the nothingness and sit in the silence. And I love that you brought that up. It's so important. And if we, if we're realizing that we're having a hard time with that, what's the underlying issue? What do we not want to acknowledge? What are we scared that's going to come up with, that's going to come up if it's quiet, if there's nothing to distract us? So, so good. So good. Such an important thing to think about. Who else would like to say a takeaway, share, question? I see Jessica and then I see Patricia. Hello, Jen. Hello. Thank you so much for that message. I mean, it it was just really, really inspiring and it really hit home. I, I find myself so many times um, and, and I'm in real estate and so I'm always getting on social media and Instagram and just mindlessly scrolling and then starting to compare myself to other people that live in my community or in my area or my friends. And, you know, why do I, why, do, why don't I have that success yet? Why don't I look like this? Or why don't we have that? Or why can't my family? And, and so the fact that you pointed that out is really going to remind me and really make me more aware um, of what I'm doing and my purpose and intent of why I get on social media and the reasons why I get on social media and really kind of bring me back to my reasons and my why of why I get on social media. And it's, you know, and, and I think that's, that's just really huge. And so I really want to thank you for that message today. Um, it, it really hit home and it's something that I'm going to also remind my, my daughter, my 14 year old, um, she's our baby. Um, 14 year old daughter that she does the same thing. She's always in comparison with a comparisitis. I love the term that you put out there because um, it's, it's very true. And, you know, us as adults, we do it. And especially with the kids and the youth, I mean, it's a, it's a real thing and it's serious. And, you know, I have, I have these discussions with her all the time. So I really love your message. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, I appreciate you. You have a tremendous opportunity to reinvent your dealership today, right now, and to not take advantage of it would mean that everything that you just went through and are going through was in vain. How about instead we build something new like Kevin did in Virginia who was up 37% in April, or Mike in Wyoming who was up 90% in April, or Bob in Kentucky who broke a 60-year record this past January. All of these dealers join the 800% Club and together we continue to win. Listen, I've done this before. I've helped build a monster dealership from the inside out and now I want to build one with you. You and your team deserve it. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. Thank you so much, Jessica. I love, I love hearing that it uh, resonates. Um, and if anybody wants to connect with me on this, by the way, I'm available to connect on Instagram. You can DM me um, if you want to just continue the conversation or or just be friends and celebrate each other. I'm, I'm here for it. Patricia, take us home. I know it's 11 o'clock, but you have been flashing and I told you you could go. So take us home. Thank you so much, Jen, for this. This was such a valuable, valuable piece. Um, I'm going to share very quickly something that an ex-boyfriend used to say to me whenever I would um, compare my giftings and talents. He would say, they've made their millions. Go make yours. Why are you looking at them? So sometimes that, that comes back to my mind when I find myself on social comparing. What is the, and what is the cost? Like, you don't know the price that people have paid behind so let's stop comparing and thank you so much this was extremely valuable this morning i appreciate you god bless
I appreciate you. Yeah. Don't compare your chapter 30, right? We don't really know what they've already put in. And often we're like, gosh, I just, I, I want to be there, but you don't know what's been happening behind the scenes for the past 30 years or 15 years or five years for that person. You're just getting started. But again, like the final step was really to allow those people that maybe you're comparing yourself to, or you're envious of, or you're FOMOing over, allow those people to fuel your passion, to show you what's possible, flip it around to gratitude and be like, wow, I'm so grateful this person exists. I'm so grateful that this is activating me right now because it's showing me what I want. It's showing me what's possible. It's activating something inside of me, a feeling that's making me feel like, holy shit, this is what I want to do. This is what I, what I want to be like. Follow that, follow that, but with intention, with intention. So that's my segment for today. Um, I do this every Tuesday, Chris and I usually, but Chris is creating creating lots of cool new things that we've got going on in our business right now. So he is he's, uh, just silent on here, but my name's Jen Gottlieb. Um, I absolutely love this breakfast table. You are at Breakfast with Champions right now. If this is your very first time here or if you've been at this breakfast table every single day, I just want to share my gratitude with you because this is my favorite, favorite, favorite space that I that I spend my time in um, intentionally every single morning. And please know everyone that's listening right now, everyone with a green bean is someone that, or a green bean or beam or whatever you want to call it. I kind of like calling them green beans. They're little beans. There is someone that intentionally comes on here to serve you every single day here at the breakfast table. And so follow them, follow the people with the green little beans, follow Glenn Lundy, the person at the top left-hand corner, this amazing human that has created this space for us to connect and celebrate each other and educate and inspire um, every single morning. Love you, Glenn. You're amazing. And I am going to close this out with the same thing that I always close this out with. It's great to sit here and listen and get inspired for the moment. It's fantastic and it's great, but how are you going to take action today on something that you learned? It is all about implementation. It's all about action. So think about one thing that you learned today, whether it was from me or Danelle or any of the other speakers that came on and poured into you today. What is one takeaway that you can actually put into action today? Go take some action. Go do it. Maybe it's even just DMing somebody that you saw on this breakfast table or at this breakfast table that you find interesting and connecting with them. Maybe it's implementing a skill or maybe it's doing one of my steps that I talked about today, you know, creating that, that audit for your social media or whatever it is. Go take action. That is what moves us forward. Do it. Okay. Well done. Well done, Jen. Thank you, Michael. I love you guys. Um, Glenn, did you want to take us out or should I end the room? All right. I don't think Glenn. Well, I don't know. You're such a beast. I don't know if I want to follow you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why would I follow Jen Gottlieb? Are you kidding me? Exactly. Myself up for failure. Oh my gosh. What kind of limiting beliefs is that? Glenn, you are a rock <laughs> star. I feel the same way about you. So let's celebrate <laughs> each other. That's right. I love we you. celebrate each other. It's a good, I was just pointing out that little things that we say, words that we say and thoughts that we have, when we bring those things to fruition, it's exactly what Jen's talking about. So some of you guys might be listening. You might be saying, well, I don't really have too much of a problem with that. 
or eh, that's not really me, but I want you to really look at it's the little minute little things, the minute little things that we see. It's the, the, the 90 seconds where you went to do one thing on your phone, but you saw a notification and you clicked it and you went over and then you saw the DM and you saw the thing and you next thing you know, you're dancing to, or listening to a TikTok thing and you're showing it to your coworker. You know what I mean? Like it's the little tiny itty bitty incremental decisions that we make with our language, with our thoughts and with our actions. That's the stuff that adds up. So I want everyone to really don't just dismiss, right? If you think, oh, that's not really me. I don't really have a problem with that. I want you to get very granular because excellence is built on very granular, small, minute changes. I talked to uh, Darren Waller, the uh, tight end, top three tight end in the NFL right now, happens to play for the Oakland Raiders, or the Las Vegas Raiders, I should say. And I asked him, what is the difference? I said, why is it that the Raiders can't ever freaking get there, but the Patriots can get there year after year after year after year? And he said, bro, the excellence required in the locker room, the discussions that they have, from your toe being pointed one inch to the left versus one inch to the right, from your eyes being a millimeter pointed down when they should be a millimeter pointed up. He said, those are the little discussions that they have in the Patriots locker room that don't happen in the Raiders locker room. The Raiders are excellent as far as some of the best players in the world, right? 1% of, of these players will make it to that level but yet there's excellence on top of excellence. And we all know that. There's championship teams like the Chicago Bulls who can win seven rings or six rings in, in eight years, right? That's excellence on top of excellence. And it comes down to the little teeny tiny words that we say, thoughts that we have, and actions that we take. So Jen, thank you for bringing that to our attention today, helping us all grow. And I love how you take your truth and your vulnerability and turn it around to not only move yourself and your own life forward, but to move us forward as well. That's what we do here on Breakfast with the Champions. It's why we gather so that everybody has an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to listen in on the conversations with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We're here Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, Saturdays from 6 to noon. And of course, we have our fabulous Club 111 on Sundays. So make sure you follow our club so you don't miss any of that. And with that said, we'll see you again tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. We're going to do it all over again on Breakfast with Champions. Be blessed. Let's go. Thanks for coming. Thank you, everyone. Have a Hello. great day. Thank you, everyone. Head on over to the social media show if you want. Happy I'm going to head over to the going on. Many blessings. Another 30 days. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.